Stock exchange on these niggas. All right, we ready. All right, man. Let's get into uh, let's get into my Chicago bag real quick. Chicago, what up? I'm violent. I'm violent. Woo! King Louis, what up, man? Chicago. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 113 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half for the culture and the comment curator. I got my dog with me, Jay. What up, though? Uh, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of everything. Uh, 113, man. That's a lot, dog. 113. You know what, dog? Fuck it, man. It was his birthday anyway. We getting back up, nigga. Let's go. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self made progress. Last time that I checked, first you get the money, the respect, and the power in the hoes come next. Uh oh. Hey, last time I checked, it wasn't a pod that do what we do, man. We out here for a lot of hours, fam. A lot of fucking hours, man. We we might have our 10,000. Real life. We close. Um, Happy birthday, Nip, by the way. Uh, At least for like the last year, we've been dropping three hours a week. At I mean, least. Minimum. You know minimum. what I'm saying? Three hours a week at minimum. least. Uh, and they still want more. They hitting us like, yo, where the afterthoughts? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? We feeding the streets, man. This yeah, this man. might be what it felt like when crack came out. <laughs> I don't know, nigga. I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wasn't on the streets, nigga. I was in a stroller. Uh, but all right, man. Welcome back, ladies um, and gentlemen. This week, we review episode nine of The Shy, dog. Yo. Golly, boy. Yo. Last time that I checked, this was The Shy I was waiting on right here, nigga. Yo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, listen, nigga. Hey, man. Hey, listen, dog. I was uh, I was watching this show and shit, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> towards the end, I was like, nigga, why the fuck this shit so happy? I was like, you know, <laughs> like usually when shit be happy, you be just waiting for the, yeah. I, And my brain, I was like, I'm just waiting for the other shooter. Nigga. <laughs> Motherfucker. For the shooter. Pow, pow. <laughs> Shoot dropped out the sky like a. <laughs> nah. <Duh. laughs> cut was, it, cut it, cut it right there. Cut it right there, nigga. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 113. <laughs> nigga, Tori came out like. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hey man, no, oh, that shit. episode was hey, hey, <laughs> they went there. 
We are going to get into it, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot of other <laughs> shit to cover. Strap your seatbelts in. It's going to be a long day. I'm going to tell y'all right now, man. Uh, before we even get into the shy, I'm we want to. I'm a villain on this show. Hey, nigga. I, I play a different role on Shop Talk hey. than I play on this week's culture. <laughs> huh? It's it's a totally different role. Hey, I don't man. know why I'm a villain on this. You show. You know what though? I feel like it it really is based on what we were viewing, right? Um, because even with this episode, I thought about it on the way here. Like, dog. Yeah, I got a couple little plot holes I want to discuss or little things that I want to touch on, but I'm yeah. like, I'm not finna go in here and hold this show for an hour and a half yeah, or this episode. Like I don't feel like it today. Because I don't, it ain't, this ain't the mood. Like, y'all ain't gonna lie, they fucked me up. Lena, what up, nigga? <laughs> like, hey, I feel like, hold up, man. Lena, if you got a problem with me, just say that, Because <laughs> she came at us this episode, dog. Like, the end of this you know was so, directed at us. Like, I thought, like, he should talk to us. Nigga. Remember yeah. we had said something about the walls being thin. Yeah. She's like, you said the walls. Yeah, thin, right? like I was like, nigga. Hey dog, I said, Keisha? <laughs> Keisha. Dog, oh man. I was finna throw the RIP out already. Nigga, we gotta wait. We gotta wait. Thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters. Um, everybody who rock with us, retweet us, repost us, listen to the episode not once but twice, man. All of y'all are appreciated. For everybody who's uh First time listening to the show is now. I'm just letting y'all know it's gonna be a long day, buddy. Uh, if you're a first time listener, I apologize. Hey. Uh, pardon my cancellation. <laughs> I, I may say it's three hours, fam. I may hey, say man. some shit that will get the average person canceled, but I feel like our listeners know my heart. Hey, you know what though? It's hard to get canceled when you black owned and you own your own shit. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's another thing. This though. is true. Who gonna pu- who gonna put me out? This <laughs> nigga wheezy at the door. Uh, 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 he's slowing down. Hold up. Let me see. Wasn't a guard down there? Downstairs or? Oh, no, never mind. Going. All right. I see he at the dodo. All right, man. While we go let the homie in, Um, again, thank you all to everybody who rocking with us. If this is your first time listening, we appreciate you here. Hit us on all the socials at This Week in Culture. If you got a Blackberry letter, hit us at ThisWeekInCulturePod at gmail.com. Wayne, what up? What's good? We got one of the homies in the building. He came to kick it. He brought drinks. Never mad at that, man. And a low calorie. And I brought him one anyway. Oh, yeah. You see right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Going to grab a seat, my brother. All right, man. So let's get into it, dog. First things first, something I wanted to jump on last week that I just thought was funny as fuck. Did you see uh, 50 mad at the Emmys? Because <laughs> Power Season 6 wasn't nominated for nothing. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. I'm about to find you the exact post. Do they give Emmys for ratings? Because, Nigga, I mean, we watched it still. 50 tagged the Emmys, and he said, to a picture of his butt, and he said- I don't understand. He painted, so he has a painting of his back and butt, like a bust, like one of them old, like Greek right. busts. I don't know why he has this painting of himself. That's a whole nother story. But he tagged them and said, okay, here it is. Emmys, my black ass is for your consideration to kiss. Fuck your organization. I only care about the NAACP awards. Because that's the only place power ever been nominated is the NAACP and BET. If if the NAACP give power awards, I'm a... No. Sign They've up. gotten them. They've gotten them. Why? But season Why six... Be, anyway. Season six. You mad about season six, fifth? All right. Totally random. All right. Uh, back in... Uh, this was 92. Okay. 90, 91, 92 uh, in South Carolina. I'm watching this program with my grandma. Uh, it might have been like some in the heat of the night, Mississippi burning or some shit yeah. like that. But this it was some racist shit. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. white motherfucker said, 
You know what the NAACP stand for? <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's not funny. <laughs> but like, I can't get this shit out of my head. It's been 25 years, dog. We're never going to be on TV, dog. This shit, nigga said, niggas, apes, alligators, coons, and possums. God damn, dog. Like, as a kid, dog, you realize how much that fucked me dog, up, dog? Because like, that was 92. He was trying to win a racist award. Nigga said, niggas, apes, alligators, coons, and possums. I never heard us referred to as an alligator. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, shit. Damn. Then I, then I was like, nigga, what? White people call us coons too? Yeah. Like, so that's like a double jam, double whammy. Dog, that's funny as fuck. Well, apparently, fifth only rock with the NAACP. But when you said the NAACP, yeah, that's, award, that's where you went immediately. I can nigga. see somebody <laughs> giving him the nigga apes, alligators, coons, and possums award for that whack ass season. If season of power. six win one, we might got to go call my man. Like, yo, call up to the NAACP, let him know your thoughts. Um, but on the flip side, though, I'm all about. NAACP and BET Awards being the only shit that we rock with because I'm still wondering why the fuck we care so much about the White People Awards. So, like, I'm never mad when we get nominated and we enjoy it and celebrate it. But when we don't get nominated, I'm always tripping, like, when niggas go crazy. They ain't nominate you, dog. Hey, man, my check cash on Fridays. There go my nomination. Man. When I get hired as my nomination, my winning my award is every time my, 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 my paycheck get cash. Hey, man. Um, it is what it is. Speaking of black, man. Kamala Harris officially announced as the VP nominee with Joe Biden. Man. Yeah. How you feel? Uh, I mean, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I like Kamala. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have preferred her as the actual Democratic pick before she dropped out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would have preferred Andrew Yang. I would have preferred a lot of motherfuckers. But before Joe Biden, yeah, facts. Um, and initially starting off, I wasn't like. I wasn't not a fan of hers, but I wasn't a fan of hers initially. Yeah. You know, I was strong with Yang, but then I saw the campaign against her, yeah. like, immediately. Mm. And I and it was, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter. Yeah, you've seen it. I used to uh, be, I'm like, damn, why the fuck do they come so hard at Kamala? I mean, yeah. like, I was getting attacked by bots because I mentioned her <laughs> name. In a response, when I was talking, I was bigging up Andrew Yang, and I mentioned her name, and then yeah. I just got all these bots and I'm like, dog, what the fuck? When she was on a breakfast club, they was like, yo, she trying to be fake black. I was like, yo. Which is crazy because she I was black. like, why is all this attention towards her? I'm like, damn. Yeah. Because as soon as she announced, they tried to get her out the pain. I'm like, okay, some, something's really afoot when you don't want me to like somebody. Yeah. Like off rip. And you do the, the campaign, every bad thing I ever possibly said. Yeah. Some misquote, mi misinformation. I'm like, yo, what the deal? Which made me kind of like her more. Yeah. Well, it made me look into her more because I wanted to be like, yo, what is, what, what is all this yeah. shit? Um, and I mean, it's it's a pure smear campaign at this point. Um, you know what's kind of pissing me off, though, is that a lot of the smearing I'm seeing is coming from us. I mean, where is it going to come from? But I mean, like, damn, like, we going deep. Niggas is like... Yo, her dad Jamaican, she ain't black though. Have you seen a picture of her dad? Fam. <laughs> Nigga, black as fuck. Fam. But when I say black, He's, I'm not I'm no, not no, 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 no. I'm not talking about skin tone complexion. Like, yeah. oh, that's a nigga. That's a whole nigga. In the bro. most respectful yeah, yeah, yeah. way possible. It's a a nigga ape alligator. 
That's an NAACP nigga. Okay. No, but her pops is, he couldn't be blacker, dog. And I'm like, if I can find this picture. Fam, like, we might need to make her dad picture the cover art. (laughs) You know what? That's not a a bad idea at all, man. And the name of this episode is NAACP. It just happened. It just happened. I don't don't care, nigga. Cancel it if you want to. But no, man, it's us killing her. And I don't really understand why. Like, Dave was like, somebody told me. Yes, that's, dog, that is them. That's her black ass dad. This nigga look what are my uncles. Dog. And then you know what fucks me up? Fucking what was her pops? Professor of economics at Stanford. Yeah, respect this shit. They like yo, she ain't black enough. Went to Howard, pledged AKA. I got her fucking probate picture on my phone. Like my nigga, <laughs> what else y'all want from a black candidate, dog? But they want perfection, all right. Let me see if I can. find That's this. the problem. This tweet out. They like, oh, when she was the the DA in San Francisco and when she was the attorney general in Cali, she did she put away I'm like, fam, do y'all understand what the fucking job of a prosecutor is? It's to put away the bad guy, nigga. Not everybody's the bad guy, but when you in court, her objective ain't to lose because you got fucking bad evidence against you, nigga. It's to win. Yo, he kept a nigga in jail for for, for marijuana. Nigga, you can't sell weed while it's illegal. <laughs> like, I get it. Yo, if niggas want to, like, yo, this is for my, yeah. my kidney stones, so I smoke this weed and I take this oil. That's yeah. one thing. But, like, if I'm out here selling bows, like. Yeah. Fam. If you can do it legally and you're still doing it illegally, you might get arrested. And if you get arrested, you might go to fucking jail. Like, that's just the way that goes, dog. I ain't mad at her for doing her job. Yeah, could some of them shits have maybe been a little funny? I don't know, nigga. But y'all keep fucking revoting Kim Worthy in. It's interesting to you know me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's interesting to me how somebody will call somebody not black enough, but you will sit there in your expensive-ass house in the suburbs and you send Man. your kids to the whitest schools Man. possible Man. for their own betterment and then judge somebody and distance yourself some, from somebody who grew up the exact same way you're trying to have your kids grow up right now. My nigga. And be like, yo, they not backing up. Well, guess what? Your fucking kids ain't going to be black enough either. Nigga, I put on my Facebook. I said, yo, I hope y'all judging y'all kids the same way y'all judge these candidates. Because you remember that whole when Barack was president, everybody was like, nah, I can tell my son he can become president. Not if that nigga keep doing what he doing. I seen that progress report, nigga. He's stupid. Let's get out here, dog. <laughs> Let's get out here, dog. I seen it. I seen it. Your son ain't becoming shit. If Kamala, if Kamala can't be shit at the the stage she's at, VP nominee, black woman. A nigga told me via Twitter. Y'all sons ain't stupid. Nigga, don't get on me. I already know my girl gonna yell at me about that. I mean, she don't like when I call kids stupid. She get mad. I get it. I get because then she get worried. Like, what if our kids be stupid? I'll my be kid like, ain't gonna be stupid. My kid can never. Come on, dog. I'm the dad. Our kid is brilliant already. Ain't even born yet. It's not man. happening. Yeah. <laughs> they mad at her about the. So I, I go back and forth with this nigga, but people with this all the time, right? Yeah. Yo, she was locking people up for because they for for because they kids skip school. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, 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 that didn't happen. Like, right, like one that that did not happen. Dog. Niggas, truant officers was out here. <laughs> like that, that did not happen. Right? Oh, nigga, you missed school, nigga, five to ten. But let's just say you're a habitual um, line stepper. Yeah, okay. And you keep getting arrested. Yeah. During the daytime. Yeah. While you should be in school. Yeah. Um, and your parents are like at some point, like fam. Who responsibility is it to make sure that your kid is in school? Kamala Harris. <laughs> That's it, apparently. Because like, well, you know, uh, I'm a single mom and yeah. I got, why isn't your kid in school? So what y'all going to do during COVID, single mom? 
But like, it's your responsibility to make. Yeah. Like, the bigger question is, why don't your kid respect you enough so when you drop him off at school, he stays stay there? Like, yeah. what happened along that way? It don't. Yeah. You don't get to the tenth grade no. and then be like, "Yo, well, I'm never going to school no more again, you, Mama." Like, jump from parenting all the way to the attorney general, <laughs> and they be like, "You know, it's not fair because I'm not saying fair." Or unfair. What I'm saying is, whose responsibility is facts, it? facts? It's your responsibility to make sure that child is in school. And if you can't do it, you are legally responsible for this kid, right? Yeah. So what you want me to do? I can hold you financially responsible on a misdemeanor ticket, or I can just put your kid away. You ever got picked up skipping school? Never. Um, I, I never did, got caught. I did, and, and I never really <laughs> skipped like that. Oh, I skipped like that crazy. <laughs> when when you. In the house with a not single mom because my parents was always married. But when your pops is locked up and your mom at work all day, school gets skipped, nigga. I skipped all the fucking time. I mean, 12th grade, my actual schedule, I got out of school. I had a one to three. Yeah. And I had co-op the the second half of the day, the second half of my schedule. But my job didn't start to five o'clock. Like, I literally was in school for... Three and a half hours my last I'm year. I'm all the way back Legally. to Bobian, <laughs> so, nigga. Seventh grade, eighth grade. I was leaving Bobian like, all right, well, I'm just on Wyoming. Nigga, walk. No, I had a healthy yeah. I got a healthy fear of my parents. Yeah. AKA yeah. they're gonna fuck me up. So yeah. I didn't go to I didn't I didn't do dumb shit because I was gonna get fucked up. You know what's funny? The very first time I skipped school after my pops got out of prison, he caught me. He came back, he had left his lunchbox or some shit, and he came back like 10 minutes after he left. Caught me walking back from school. That nigga drove right past me with a group of girls, one of my homeboys, and was like, get in the back of the truck. And he took us all to the crib. <laughs> he was like, I don't even, I ain't even see y'all, dog. Like, you know, live what's life. So wild is, um, like, we come from an age where, like, parents went to school, I mean, went to work, and then you just walked to school. Yeah. Um, like, I had so much freedom. Yeah. When they left, they leave the house seven o'clock in the morning or earlier. And I'm just there, and it was my responsibility to get my ass to school mm-hmm. at 745 or Man. whenever the bell, 850, what the fuck the bell ring? Who the fuck knows? It was my responsibility to leave the house, yeah. walk your ass down there, school is off. When school is over, you walk your ass back home. They didn't come back home till 5 o'clock. 5, 6 o'clock, yeah. My pops, 5 o'clock. My mom, later than that, like, fam, I could have done whatever, but the way my my um, raising uh, yeah. <laughs> is set up. No, them, them whoopings. Let you know like, this ain't the move. I got picked up skipping one time. I was uh, walking to Scotia Stop right here in Oak Park. Yeah. Um. And I got caught on Nine Mile. The cop came and got me. Uh. But I ended up lying and telling them I was from out of state. And the only thing I had on me at the time, don't ask why I had this on me, but I had my birth certificate <laughs> and it showed that I was born in Alabama. <laughs> and I showed them that I was like, I don't have my state ID on me. It's at the crib, but showed them that. And I was like, I'm not from here. I'm visiting family. And that nigga was like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. And it no, was, I'm positive, sir. It That's was not my state. It was close <laughs> enough to Christmas. I could get the lie off, but it was like, all right, nigga, don't ever get arrested for this. <laughs> this is stupid. Um, the attorney general spoke to, speaking of attorney generals, first of all, shout out to Kamala Harris, man. Fuck all these niggas who hating. Um, the attorney general in Kentucky spoke to Breonna Taylor's mom. They had a sit down. She didn't put out what they said, but she said, quote, she's very confident that justice will be served and that they're working on the right things. So that's the only thing she said. She wouldn't get into details about what he told her, but he did meet with her. Went to the house. I mean, this is a very open and shut case for me. Yeah. Uh, who gave the order? What's his name? He's responsible. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. We going to see, man. I hope I, something comes of it because right now it's like, I right, he went and met with her, but 
are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want this to turn into a ploy where it was just like, all right, I'm trying to get the wolves off my back. I mean, even if that, but like, fam, how do you arrest somebody who didn't break a crime? Hey. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. So I, I hear it like, yo, arrest those four officers. But like, if them niggas just police officers, somebody say, hey, yo, the bad guy in there, he go execute this warrant. They walk in the door and a nigga shoot at him. Yeah. Fam, I'm shooting back too. Yeah. So like, the nigga who gave the order, yeah. you're responsible. Was the nigga who gave the order one of the people that, that one of those four? Or was he the one that got fired already? Because th- they the, only fired the one. The one that got fired shot 10 times. They were like, got yo. You. So you, you was excessive. Like, old boy shot once. You, you shot 10 times. It, it why, don't match up. Yeah. Out of everybody else, why'd you shoot so much? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, off. was one of the people who gave the order one of those four? Yeah. And what information did they have? Because it. It it can't literally just be because they were the ones that went in there, y'all did it, y'all going to, like, fam, I was at work. Nigga told yeah. me to go execute the warrant. This is what I do for a living. I walked in, a nigga shot at me. I shot back. N- nigga shot me. Forget hey. shot at. He shot someone. Like, nigga got hey. shot in the leg. Maybe they fucking, uh, since they changed the rule for no-knock warrants in the middle of this shit, maybe they retroactively go back and say, all right, well, now y'all niggas broke the law. Now, that's some wild shit. That'll be litty, though. No. I would be, love that. No, you would not love that. I'm going to love it. It's the reason that you're not going to love it, because they can go retroact some... Let them re- retroact a law against a black person after the black person did some shit. Oh, no. Once, once I set precedent... I feel now, like they do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, we got to be careful, because yeah. now, when you go do something, they're going to be like, yo, that's not a law. Let's make it a law, and then charge the black man with it. You're going to be like, what the fuck? How you going to yeah. charge him with some shit that y'all just made illegal? Like, man. we just just be careful. But this is very simple. Who gave the order? Was he one of those four? I could have wrapped this shit up four months ago. Hey, we going to see what dog do. I ain't mad at the first step going to talk to her mom first. I like that move. Y'all but you got to do something with it, though. Y'all about four months too late. Extremely late. This shit should have been happening. You lady? couldn't have met with the mom before right now. He definitely still a whole ass nigga till further notice. But we'll see what he do, man. Uh, do to the do. This shit was so funny to me, dog. The Seahawks rookie that got caught up. Dog. I'm so disappointed once I seen the <laughs> You bitch. saw the picture. Ah, <laughs> uh, Hold up, man. All right, let me get them the details real quick. So uh, the Seattle Seahawks rookie, undrafted rookie, by the way, reported to camp, um, Kamas Sivaran, and he Spell came- that nigga first name. Nigga, K-E-M-A-H, Kamas. Terrible. How old is that young kid? Shit, undrafted rookie NFL. He probably 20, 21. That nigga mama probably my age. <laughs> <laughs> like in real life. My 20 year reunion was supposed to be last week, but it was canceled because of COVID. Damn. Uh, that nigga mama probably my age. Dog, <laughs> like, that nigga mama need to come pick his ass up because he ain't got no team no more. Um, So he got cut because he tried to sneak in a female visitor into the hotel room. Um, training camp started last week for those that don't know try to sneak a woman in but this is what made it fun he had her put on a whole fucking Seattle Seahawks uniform <laughs> nigga, jersey and tights 
They said no shoulder pads. Niggas was wilding like she had on shoulder pads and a helmet. She didn't. She did have on jersey and tights and a COVID mask, had her hair pulled up, trying to make it look like she was a player. Getting the, the smallest role. player. The nigga. smallest Smaller white than woman. the kickers. She couldn't have been more frail, couldn't have looked less like an NFL player. But Bitch, hold a pizza. Walk through that <laughs> motherfucker holding a pizza. You'd be more, like, hold a DoorDash <laughs> bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, this ain't the NBA bubble where you have to stop at the door. Like, if you had a DoorDash bag, you could have went straight to the dog room and not looked suspicious. Hey, you going to give up your NFL career? So, all right, because we mentioned Peggy it. Peggy Bundy? She looked fucking ridiculous. She wasn't it. I'm going to just throw that out there. But even if she was cold, this still ain't worth it, bro. You an undrafted rookie, nigga. I mean, nah. She was nah. one of the young ladies that was in that WAP video. <laughs> it could have been worth it, but this was not WAP. This was whack. <laughs> like, this was white ass pussy. <laughs> that shit was some cap. white ass pussy. That shit was Caucasian ass. <laughs> no cap, okay? Caucasian ass pussy. <laughs> no cap. Caucus mouth. We may have to change the name of the pod. <laughs> we went with WAP last 40s Blunts and WAP. That was a great episode, by the way. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, salute to like Dog for I, being the dumbest. I didn't listen to ever. that one back. I felt like I said something I shouldn't have, but I didn't want to listen to myself saying it again. <laughs> so like, if I don't hear, and it again, you ain't know where it was coming. So. so if I didn't hear it again, like I, I didn't say it. So. <laughs> Um, what else we got going on? You finished the uh, No Limit doc on no. BET? Uh, I've only watched the first part. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I was watching the first part on Saturday. I was like, yo, this nigga Master P adding a little bit of gas to this shit. Oh, he added a lot of gas. This nigga, My nigga's a genius. Don't get us wrong. But hey, the nigga look, gassed up that whole shit. <laughs> hey, look, the nigga say, uh, you know, me and my sister... And me and my brother, we, we saw each other every day, but we lived in different houses. You Man. know what I'm saying? My dad took me and such and such live with his parents. I'm like, your grandparents? <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> nigga. Uh, he said it was 13 of us living in a three-bedroom house. Yeah. He said it was um, by the time everybody ate, he just had to have cereal with water. Yeah. Because we couldn't afford milk. 13 niggas in the house and y'all can't afford no fucking milk, nigga? Fam. 13? Now, granted, it's you and your little sister. I'm going to give 11 adults. And then he was like, you know, I was selling popcorn at the super... with the Superdome at 10 years old. Like, fam, somebody got some milk money in this motherfucker. 11... Adults? Milk, milk is the last thing I'm worried about if it's 13 <laughs> niggas in the house, dog. I don't care about no fucking milk. I love nigga. P, though, man. <laughs> no, P is my nigga. Um, I just finished up the doc last night. Uh, I, I thought it was great. He definitely gassed up a few things. Like, um, I was wondering about the store when he went into the nightclub. He took out yeah, the Mac-10. Fam. And they're like, and then... <laughs> Again, the nigga said this shit fucking it never went, went the, off. It then went to the underpass. Went under the bridge like, where Ronnie live. I like, yo. Like, <laughs> nigga went to Ronnie's house and just started. I'm like, yo. That's a wild story. Like, Coogie would never, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo, fam. Uh, oh, shit. I love Pedo, dog. Yeah, man. I, um, I, I thought the doc was really good. More important than the doc itself, like the quality of it. I'm just happy that BET giving us something like this. And I thought about it because, you know, the, the No Limit one ended and then the Rough Riders one begun on the same night. I saw the first episode of the Rough Riders. I ain't Shout watched that to, one yet. Uh, How you feel about it? Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah. Shout out to BET uh, YouTube channel because they put them on there. Mm, they put dope. the first of both of them on there. I don't know if the rest of them are going to be on yeah. there. Uh, I hope so because I don't got BET. But then uh, subtract a shout out because they don't have it on BET Plus app. 
which I don't understand. Like, fam, this is y'all paid app, and I still can't get everything that's on the TV, on the channel? That don't make sense to me. But, um, No, I, I got it on the DVR, though. I'm going to definitely check it out. I'm just, I started thinking, like, what other crews and, like, moguls and shit? And we got a lot of shit they could really explore if they want to for a quick little five-part documentary, dog. Uh, I'm all set. You, I want them to keep this shit going, nigga. Well, I'm on, hit I, me with everybody. I only want people who actually did good, yeah, and did good by people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear cash money shit. Oh well, then, I don't want to hear bad boy shit because like, well, seeing you in music though, you're not. Especially in rap, you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get that. Yeah. Rough Riders even kind of gets a little funky. I think DMX got the story straight. <laughs> it we gonna see how episodes yeah. four through five go or two through five. That nigga, um, he's convinced he, we y'all offered him the company. I'm like, eh, that's not really how it worked. That nigga P uh, said, "Fuck C Martin." <laughs> P was on the dock like, "Yeah, no, we don't get along." But um, you know, that's still my brother. So free C Martin. I was like, nigga, but you gonna help him out? Well, no, they they went through a long thing. I know they they've been at odds well before the the murder shit. Like, fam, you on tape killing a kid? It's over, fam. Stop appealing. You shot a sixteen year old on tape. I seen the tape, nigga. He back in appeals right now. He got a. If this was Kane on TV, (laughs) this would be you. I seen the tape. Like, you know what? Let me stop because that's an actual kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sixteen years old, man. Rest in peace uh, to the young brother. Yeah, but like, fam, you on tape. Yeah. Ain't no more appeals. I don't give a fuck who lied on you. You did it. You see, uh, now Monica back on the gram talking see murder love and they connection and all that shit. Kim Kardashian talking about she supporting them. How the fuck did C Murder drop a two chains disc record? Oh shit, I ain't know about that. Oh, you don't? No. Snigga hold the fuck out of two chains. Like recently? Eh, or this a couple some... years ago. When when off that TRU, the true Wow. He didn't like that he was using his TRU shit. Like he dropped a whole diss record. I mean, man, man, man pl- 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 play some of that shit, dog. Cause it's not like I'm I'm expecting this. Like, where y'all get the studio from? Hold like, and this shit was like out, out. You remember the name? Hold up. Uh, uh put C murder diss. Hold up. I did not hear this. It is it's nothing nice at all. Two stains Two is the stains. name of this shit. Wait a minute. This nigga went off. Hold on. All right, let's go. I'm two chains. I'm gonna tell him to come visit me then. <laughs> come visit me then. <laughs> like that nigga said, you would be a hoe if you was in the pen. God, don't tell me that. That's like disrespectful, nigga. Don't Man. threaten to rape me, nigga. <laughs> I don't like that. Don't talk to me that way. Shit was wild. <laughs> him and Boosie ended up being cellmates for a hot second. Get the fuck out of here. Boosie, I mean, C Murder and Boosie. I seen uh, C Murder and Mac was locked in the same prison for a minute too, man. Shout out to No Limit all up through the jail. Um, yeah, that's go watch the No Limit doc, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, what else going on? Uh, salute to the homie Anthony Anderson. He got a Walk of Fame star. Um, it was hype 
that he got one because of COVID, wasn't nobody out there. So it looked like his daughter came and like took a picture of him on his star and shit. Yo, no celebration what's whatsoever. What's nigga named Teddy? Uh, from that uh, that shit used to come on on, on, on Saturday on Saturday mornings right after Saved by the Bell. That Fuck. nigga was named Teddy. Oh shit! What uh, my man from Sacramento, the coach. Yeah, Reggie Thiers. Yeah, Re- yeah, Reggie Thiers was like the basketball coach. Yeah, hold up. What was the name of that? It show? was like was a, a watered down version of. It was like Hang with Mr. Cooper mixed with. Steve Harvey. Hang time. Hang time. Yeah. That was a good ass show, man. Yeah, it was all right. I it, hey, we watched that shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's forever Teddy for me though. More funny celebrity news. I never thought Anthony Anderson would have got a walk of fame never. star. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, speaking of uh speaking of blackish real quick. So <laughs> do it count as overachieving if you did it your whole entire career? Uh because I used to think he was overachieving. But like once this that's your new normal. Yeah. You're not, this is just you. Yeah. I, no, nah, I guess if that's just you and people found out late or you pop late, that ain't overachieving. You got, you like P, nigga. P ain't switch up. He did all the same shit he had always been doing. Just took a minute for niggas like to Anthony catch on. Anthony Anderson been in a lot, Nick was in life. Fam, Anthony Anderson been in shit since we were children. Yeah. Literally. So like, I don't, at how first, old is Anthony Anderson? I don't know. Nigga. <laughs> this nigga played a child when I was a child. <laughs> like, nigga. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh nigga. shit. Speaking of, uh, of Blackish, were you ever able to catch the episode on Hulu? No, I'm the hidden one. I'm mad at Blackish right now and Hulu. Well, I have a poor version of Hulu. Yeah, no, me too. So, um, I got the Disney plus ESPN little bundle, plus yeah. Hulu plus, which I'm about to get rid of because I don't watch Hulu. ESPN plus is ass. Yeah. And the Disney, Disney channel, plus is ass. Until they start releasing the Marvel joints, which is where I'm holding on, or yeah. the, the Mandalorian come back, what am I doing? So it's kind of funny with Disney plus, with Apple plus, or Apple TV plus, and um, Shit with uh, what's the other one? The new shit, um, Peacock, and yeah. all them, all them new little streaming services. Fam, I wonder how much original content had been in production prior to COVID because, like Disney Plus, yo, y'all rolled out all this. We got Marvel, we got Marvel, we got Marvel, and now y'all not dropping shit. Yeah, Was y'all done? Marvel Plus, nigga, because I. I'm only watching uh fucking Winter Soldier like one more time, dog. <laughs> and then I'm over it. Um, but like so, Apple and what November? Everybody for one year free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be over. It's gonna be up. It's gonna be up. So they, uh, from my understanding, they they're looking to bundle Apple TV Plus, CBS All hmm. Access, and it's the three of them. Yeah. To bundle them together as one price because what else is going to keep everybody there? Yeah, right now, don't nobody want to buy no new shit if you don't have a ton of shit attracting new viewers. Um, But if you got rich nigga Hulu with no ads, you have access to this hidden episode of Blackish that uh, Kenya Burris announced was available on Rich Nigga Hulu. He didn't tell us it was only on Rich Nigga Hulu. He had poor nigga Hulu's going. 
I went right up to it. I like, went to yeah. start and it was like, yo, this not in your suit. I felt like my car got declined, dog. I looked around <laughs> my living room and shit like, yo, did anybody see this shit? Because <laughs> I feel poor right Niggas now. Niggas in the comfort of his own home, <laughs> Like, I should not feel poor in my... In my in yeah, no, nah, I, I didn't like how Kenya Bears was talking to me when uh, when he posted that and didn't tell me this was for rich nigga Hulu. But um, there's a 22-minute episode of Blackish that was previously done, supposed to air in 2017. It didn't, um, but now it's available only for you niggas who pay for Hulu not to have ads. So go check it out because apparently- watch it? No, I don't have that Hulu. I saw uh, somebody yeah. who I steal content from uh, said they watched <laughs> it and uh, she was like- She was like, drop that on poor nigga Hulu. She was like- <laughs> I see why this is in the air. <laughs> oh, like, shit. oh, shit. No. Oh, now I got to get access, dog. <laughs> I love when niggas like... Just, like, like, you ain't missing nothing. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, so, I, I love when niggas have shit like that. Um, This might have been the funniest shit I read, and it don't have nothing to do with nothing, but it's entertainment. Did you hear what Cuba Gooden's attorney said about his little assault case he had a few months ago? See you next time? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he said... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he said that women with small breasts have a distorted perception of reality. <laughs> and his accusers have small breasts. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yo, Ooh. I want his lawyer for everything I ever do that get me in trouble, dog. That nigga's amazing. <laughs> hey. Holy fuck. Yeah, this nigga Cuba dog. Oh, he said, hold on, um, time out. Let me get this shit out. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got some of the best means of all time, dog. <laughs> and apparently he got the best attorney of all time. Dog. That one with that nigga like, woo. <laughs> like, nigga. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, that's some of the funniest shit. We've all been there before. Like you, you narrowly uh, escape some shit, and you be like, "Whew!" <laughs> he said. He said that oh, this shit. is from his shed a tear. Fam, this is from his attorney. He said <laughs> that a woman's insecurity about having small breasts can directly impact how she views reality, especially in a situation related to sexual assault. Were you assaulted, or are you insecure? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Time out. I do not want to be No, laughing. no, no. We are not laughing at sexual assault. Let me throw that out there. I get dumped like once a week for us being insensitive. And listen, <laughs> believe, listen to all women. Facts. No, you raped her until you can prove you didn't rape her. That's all I got. I mean, I'm not going No, that I'm throwing far. that out there. I'm not going no, that far. Okay. No. And uh, feminist. <laughs> slut walk. <laughs> last week, by the way. Detroit slut walk was last week. Oh, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to I don't him. even know about it, but I could probably name everybody who's there. Shout out to uh, Shani, um, Shani the Hippie. He organized it. Chantel Watkins is what mm, she's. Mm. She done went to her whole name. Whole on, government. A whole name on Twitter now. Whole you government. Feel me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, but that's a wild that's fucking wild. statement. Dog. And that's from his attorney, dog. We're not laughing at women what who if, have been sexually assaulted. What if, what if a nigga wanted to troll at the next slut walk and they just said that niggas wore a t-shirt to say were you sexually assaulted or do you got smart like what dog that's the wildest shit i've ever heard How, why life, did dog. he say that though how did he pass the bar with that dog? what's this his attorney's name um his attorney's name is peter tumbekis tumbekis t-o-u-m-b-e-k-i-s i wonder what nationality he is i don't know but i feel like 
Jewish attorneys know not to say shit like that. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there, nigga. Oh, but shout out to Peter for being the worst lawyer ever, nigga. <laughs> Cuba's going to prison now. I just want that out there, dog. This nigga Cuba about to get charged with everything OJ did. <laughs> oh, nigga, you played OJ? Okay. Okay. Play with me again. Okay. <laughs> Oh, shit. My skin is black. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Um, what else I got going on? Uh, do 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 do. Lovecraft Country starts tonight. Jordan Peele, executive produced. So okay. Still, um, but if you What's got HBO, about? uh, let's look it up because I actually haven't looked it up at all. I just know the shit it's supposed to be like some. Uh, let's see, Lovecraft Country overview. It is about a man named Atticus Black who joins his friend Letitia and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. So, but it looks like some like, like Jim Crow sci-fi, if that makes any sense, nigga. And I've never really seen Jim Crow sci-fi, but that's what it looks like. So, <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> The 50s and the 60s is scary enough. I don't need the motherfuckers. No, throw an alien in that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Throw an alien in there, nigga. Don't know who killed you. But it airs tonight, uh, episode one on HBO. I had a couple people ask if we're going to review it. Let us watch it first. Same way we did Watchmen. Let us make sure it's good. Well, let's so, 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 let's think, though. Let me think about it. Do we want to watch some shit that we, we, let's review the first episode Cause I don't know nothing about yeah, it, yeah. and literally it'd be like an exploratory yeah. thing, like yo. So, so we get back in the studio this week, yeah. Come up here and just talk about it. All yeah. right, we'll figure out a day. We will put something together, dog. Oh, uh, j- what's her name? I'm Who that? Uh, you know, little girl we wearing the suits all the time <laughs> in Chicago <laughs> from Atlanta. <laughs> she always got a fucking tuxedo on. Janelle, Janelle Monet. <laughs> I fucking couldn't think of her. Holy nothing. shit. Nigga, I her, thought you was talking her. about Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> she, her fine ass always got a fucking tuxedo. Janelle on. Monet will keep a suit on. Nigga. She is probably like. Or be naked. Her photo shoots is one or the other, nigga. Like her face is yeah, she, 100% perfect. asymmetrical. Like yeah. It's symmetrical. She's, yeah. she's beautiful. Her face is perfect. Um, Shout out to Janelle Monet. Uh, her antebellum is about Yes, to, it's about coming out in yeah. uh, October, I think. Um, So they're going to release it happily. I'm glad. Because shit was supposed to come out back in April. Yeah. COVID didn't happen. Cool. Um, that was something else we thought about putting a screening on for. Then Candyman just came and shit and all over that. But want to see it. And now it's going to be coming to streaming services. It'll be on like Hulu and Netflix and shit. Um, two things. Um, I saw a preview for a movie that's out now called okay. The Tax Collector. Okay. With Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Um, I'm about to rent that shit tonight for six ninety nine. Okay, but because that trailer looks fucking, it looked fire. It looked fire. Oh, Shia already looked like he in his bag. Yeah, and he's play, apparently he's playing a Mexican. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell if he was like white and which is cool with the Mexicans, yeah. or he was Mexican because he is doing. <laughs> it looks this is like some shit right there, man. Two enforcers for a crime lord face an uncertain future when an old rival reappears. These niggas go I'm collect like so. It's a drug nigga, yeah. and you got to pay your taxes, and he the tax collector. Oh, shit. And it topped 
Trolls Two for the most watched at home movie this week. Mm, I'm because I'm definitely Damn. I'm I'm definitely uh copping when I get to the crib tonight. Did you watch uh, the Jamie Fox Netflix movie Project Power? I did. How'd you feel about that? I love that. That shit, shit was really entertaining, man. I and what's so really entertaining. What's so funny is. I hadn't watched a trailer. Yeah. Or I didn't know nothing about Me either. it. either. I just I, pressed play. I and I almost purposely did it. I didn't want to go because I didn't want to have any kind of expectations. Yeah. And I don't know, it may have been like a Friday night. It was Friday night when yeah. I watched that shit. And like, yo, I it caught my it kept my attention the yeah. entire way through. Yeah. Again, some sci-fi superpowery type shit, but set right in fucking current day New Orleans. I felt like it was like on some bright shit just yeah. a little bit. Yep. You know? Yeah. And if, but it was better than Bright. If that, it was. I think the script was better. Bright and Bright wasn't bad for niggas who was hating on Bright, Bright when it came out. Really Bright good. was entertaining as Matter fuck. Fact, I want to see Bright too. Too, yeah. If it happens, like, yeah. Um, but no, Project Power was fire. If y'all haven't watched that, go check that out on Netflix. And it got everything I want. It got niggas in there rapping, like fam. And she was spitting, nigga. Shout and, out to um, her. Chica, she was in there. My favorite Tiny Desk of 2020 thus far. Have you watched that Tiny Desk? I have. That shit is brilliant. Uh, I wanted her to rap, but I I thought that's what we was going. I get. really was, yeah. I was and, waiting. Um, it didn't like that whole thing. And yeah. it, it was end up being a. I don't want to got my away, nigga Joseph Gordon Levitt in there. That's one of my favorite white actors, man. I, uh, I just think he gets busy. Angela Bassett husband was in there. Facts. Courtney B. Vance, Detroit yeah. niggas, man. What up? When I saw him in there, I'm like, yo, this nigga gotta be a bad guy. Yeah, man. You would think he, he's a good guy. And he wasn't in it long enough. For, like, him, don't nobody use you yeah. to be an extra. Machine Gun Kelly was in there, random yeah. as fuck, but shout out to him. I liked his movie. It was a good movie, dog. I enjoyed it. I watched it Friday night, too. Similarly, I cut it on. My girl normally likes to watch trailers, but I always tell her, Netflix trailers show the whole movie. 100%. And you lose the whole plot in the trailer. And so we just hit play. Two hours later, we was like, damn, that shit was fire, dog. I mean, it was some things that I wish could have been explain or flesh yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more. But they but, left a lot of us for just to be like, okay, this must have happened. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? For all the folks who be like, oh, all we get is slave movies or hood movies. Or, hey, here go another one. Here's another. This is a Western. I, I, uh, it's a Western or, set in New Orleans. Uh, I think it was an Eastern. So what's so funny <laughs> is, no, but there's a Western, there's an Eastern, there's a Northern. So when when I be like, yo, there's only what, yeah, seven, yeah, movies? seven movies. So I found Shout a, to Jazz Fly. I went and found a clip where Malcolm Gladwell was on um, Joe Rogan's podcast, and yeah. he broke down all of them. Whatever, I found it, and it's in my phone. I was about to send it to you earlier today, uh, but I, I forgot. So I'm yeah. gonna send that shit to you. Yeah. But it, it really is crazy because like one is when you will enter, like it's an outlaw who uh-huh. comes into a. a um, a system that has no law yeah. and you restore law and order and everything like that. Yeah. And then you have, which is like the Western. Yeah. Then I think the Northern is when there is law, but it's, it's corrupt. And then someone comes into the corrupt system yeah. to fix the corrupt system and then fix it. And then like, there is a couple of different ones. And it was dope seeing Jamie Foxx in a perceived anti-hero type yeah. role. But then, you know, depending on the angle you watching it from, could have been something else, man. We don't want to give a lot away, but if you haven't seen it, go check out Project Power. Check out Antebellum when it come out in uh, October. And again, Lovecraft Country tonight. And we will be back with an hour-long review for y'all this week. All right, man. I got a little Blackberry letter. Some I've seen on the oh, internet. Shit. Yeah. I, you know, we always got to keep them on deck. I seen this on the internet and thought it was interesting because it's a it's an angle that I personally have never really heard about. But apparently this girl's been going through it for a minute. So um, let me find it. All right. And y'all already know what we do. When y'all hear that can crack, 
that mean your man back, man. Let me yo shout out to uh somebody mentioned that was like they love this saying. Yeah. And it's like they're yeah. one of their favorite saying other than um was cracking. Oh yeah. Other, other than the cracking. Yeah. <laughs> the Jimmy Fox shit. I was like, yo, what that is a great We saying. got one, man. I, I, I used to say that shit all the time. Yeah. What's cracking? Other, other than, than the crack of your ass. Like, so uh shout out to you. But no, we delete that part. We're not giving Jamie no shine, nigga. He good. We just gave that nigga 10, yeah, we 10 minutes of shine, We can't nigga. double up on the shit. Yeah, no, Jamie, give us shine or we deleting that whole shit. All right, man. So uh, one of my homegirls wrote this on Facebook. I thought it was interesting. She said, do any other women deal with career snobs when dating or is it just me? For the umpteenth time, Y'all I've been on a career snob. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're gonna get. That's why I said this was a new angle because it, it caught me off I'm guard. Sorry. She said, "For the umpteenth time, I've had a guy stop conversing with me after dating for a little while. Once I told him my profession, literally the third question out of his mouth on our first date after asking where I was from, where do I work? Or I'm sorry, where I was from was where do I work? And then once I told him I'm a nail technician, he said, gotcha." And when I asked him, <laughs> know your <Look>. worth, King. <laughs> know your worth, King. She said, I asked him, she said, gotcha. I asked him back and he went silent. Literally. <laughs> he sat there silently. <laughs> I thought it was rude and one of the most discriminatory and judgmental issues Aww. that I've dealt with when dating. Um, I'm outside during COVID. Just trying to date as a black woman. Oh my God. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. How you gonna judge me for my profession? And then in the same sentence, you're all over the internet, or all over the internet, you see men complaining about women who only wanna be taken care of or being gold diggers. Make it make sense. At least I have a job and I work hard and don't need a man. I'm opening up my salon. I make a lot of money. I'm a part of a billion dollar industry. It's always something with these men. Let's talk about it. All right. So. We got the term Karen mm -hmm. for white people who like to weaponize their whiteness. Whatever so, Jay says right now is Jason Johnson <laughs> pointing at him on camera. <laughs> but like, like, don't we need a word for like, you can't keep you can't keep doing this shit. You can't make everything. Yo, just say you hate men. Go be a lesbian or some shit. Like, you can't hate. Like, really, though. Jeez. Everything can't be. Why do men do like? Come on, man. Now that I agree with, I'm tired of the, again, I say it every week, I'm tired of the fucking like, men and women going at each other. But, but this, this was, yo, discriminatory, right? That was the first Discriminatory one. and judgmental. I'm like, that was yeah. the first That was the first mm -hmm. thing that raised my eye. And then it was, yo, I'm just out here in the COVID. Try. As like, a black woman, like, oh, I'm outside on. trying to date. Come on, man. I'm out. I'm risking my life to date you black niggas. Like, you, you NAACPs. You clear, like, I can clearly see you reaching for the, for yeah. the. The the hot button topics mm -hmm. or whatever, but just to to answer the let's get to the core of yeah. It. Career snobs when dating. So what I commented and I told her straight up, I said, "Yo, if a nigga has a problem with your profession, fuck him." But I'm telling you that as a dude, because we get judged based on our professions all the time, and we literally have to say. Fuck it, chill. If a chick stop fucking with you because of what you do for a living, because I'm a mixtape rapper, nigga, you gotta be like fuck her. That I, I can't do nothing with it. I, I, I'm I'm 38 year 38 yeah. year old mixtape rapper. Yeah. You 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 was out the door. She'm like gotcha. <laughs> she, she's definitely gonna gotcha you. And she the fuck out of here. She's quick out of here. Quick. It ain't no way she's still in there after that. Like you know how I know you boy. I, I, how I know this because a couple weeks ago when we was on here talking about. 
whatever that young lady is, mm-hmm. the super scent person. Mm-hmm. And like, they like, why did you even waste your time dating down? On that broke ass nigga. You was dating down. Or the 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 two hundred thousand a year person who why would you date the nigga who makes forty thousand a year who yeah. owns a foot locker or the foot yeah. action? Like, fam, this is what y'all told us. Like You know what's funny though? Um, and it's something me and you talk about a lot though, but like Men in a lot of, not all the time, we know it's way more women up than men in the black community. As far as like jobs and finances, all that education shit. But men across the board tend to date down according to the standards that these type of women are talking about. 100%. We date down a lot. I mean, the city girls was on the Breakfast Club explaining this week about all the the, the broke niggas. That interview there. Like... Like that's not a this. I had to go check my bank account after that just to make sure I was straight because I felt like they was calling me the brokest nigga ever, bro. Like, dog, this shit, wow. Fan, yeah, pull up a clip. Pull like, up a uh, clip. Load a clip. I was. <laughs> Load I was a fucking like, clip. I wasn't put. I wasn't going for a clip. I was looking uh, for something else that a young you lady check your bank account, nigga. <laughs> a young lady who had posted. Uh huh. Um, something about like yo, why why y'all why I can't I'm just looking for. Somebody to take it. it was some shit. I was like, "Well, damn, you want to be equal? You want to yeah. be the boss, and you want to be getting taken care of at the same damn yeah. time? Like how? Like which one?" Here's the thing, man. In most dating situations, the man has to come into it with his shit more together than the woman. That's just what it is. So his career, his finances, all that shit got to be tied up way more than she has hers. So I personally, <laughs> long as you ain't out here like prostituting and stripping for a living, it's just me. I know plenty of niggas who date strippers. They don't give a fuck. I give a fuck. Long as you ain't stripping and prostituting, I don't really care what you do for a living, nigga. Like, I'm fine. I'm not judging you for it. And your money don't hurt me. So. Damn, that's not. But yeah. I, I, I do want her to, like, you know, this is how, like, a lot of women, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of dudes feel. You go, you know, this particular woman, she's a professional. She yeah. may be a lawyer. She may be working corporate America. I cut here for a living. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers make a lot of fucking money cutting here. Fam. But it's not looked at like that. Yeah. Depending on, not in the city. No. Not here in the city of Detroit. Yeah. Unless you own the shop. Whatever. Yeah. Well, but yeah. you could. But you might not go in saying, I own a barbershop. You might say, I'm a barber. Yeah. Boom. That's all I need to. That's it. Well, and based on that statement, she could judge the rest of your fucking life, nigga. Gotcha. Woo. <laughs> That's my new word. She could go silent mid-date. It nigga, because you said you were a barber. What if you're a millionaire barber? What if you one of them barbers charge five hundred a cut? What if you the homie Greg, nigga? <laughs> Fucking uh, luxurious mansion. Yeah, cutting hair all your shit. damn clients is uh, <laughs> August Alcina and Kevin Hart crew, nigga. What if you that nigga, dog? Like, come on, bro. Greg, what up? You getting another shout out, nigga? <laughs> but no, dog. I just I hate that we go through that regularly. Yeah. That's that's a part of the rundown. What does he do? Where's he from? How much money he got? What's Yo, credit? Check this out. Cause I'm gonna be this nigga right mm-hmm. now. If a nigga would have posted that, Woo! be getting dragged. Get no, your, he'll get his aid up. Get your ass and go back to school, nigga. You sound broke. <laughs> you sound broke. That's what I'm going to tell that nigga. You sound broke, dog. Hey, listen, I really... So, t- let me answer this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't count nobody fucking pockets. Um, I know I can live... I'm, 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 I am I'm, make enough money to live by myself, yep. take care of myself, the whole nine yards. So, whatever you make is great. If you yeah. was to come live with me... I can still afford this place by myself because yeah. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fucking care um, as long as you are gainfully employed. Yeah. And and that's my thing, yo. As long as you were able to take care of yourself before we met and you can continue that while we're dating. Because this is the thing. We're also dating, right? I'm, I don't care what position I'm in. 
when we first start dating, I'm not finna take care of you no way, no matter what my job is. Is there an age like, limit on nail takes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. But like I don't know young girls that go to an older nail tech. Yeah. Like I'm so I'm so I have no hey, idea. All the nail techs are generally a around this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. know, and I'm not being funny. I'm like, is there do so yeah. is there an age limit where women stop getting their nails done? Nah. Nah. So who do the older people who get their nails done, who do they go to? They probably go to the Asians. Oh. Uh, yeah. So it gotta be a market for like and that's the thing, fam. I understand that the nail and cosmetology business. I know that's a billion dollar industry. <laughs> she threw that. Like, she threw that out there like she got the bill. Like she got the bill. Yeah, I was I'm a like, part of a. Okay, and nigga, so are we. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl made a sex tape, so she a part of the, the trillion dollar industry too. God like, damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, oh man, but all that to say, yo, um, men don't be careers. I don't know any dudes who would judge a woman they went out with based on her job. Like I know niggas who would. I know niggas yes, who would. No, no, no. Not if, like, if she do nails. Nigga, I'm talking about, like, a regular... If she worked at, like, McDonald's, a nigga might be like... And even then, I no, know niggas I, who, no, if she cold, no, no. they'll get at the McDonald's shit. No, fam. You do know niggas. You, you know, who are a six-figure shirt and tie. I make a a, a, a nice living. He yeah. probably... He may not want to date the nail tech. And that well within his right. But I'm also saying that if a dude is attracted to... Let's say you go out to eat. Nice restaurant. Well, I, I do know niggas yeah, that yeah. would be... So I can't say I don't know no nigga that wouldn't be a job snob because I 100% know niggas. Yeah, yeah. I, I know some job snobs, but I'm saying that same job snob, it's if that me. nigga was at the fucking restaurant, whatever, it could be a nice little spot. Let's say you go to Jay Alexander's, his waitress cold. If he getting some energy and he holler and she holler back, that nigga might holler at the waitress at Jay's. Nigga. I'm not a snob because this one girl. At, I'm not a star. This girl and a girl at a... McDonald's last week, dog. She just got cold. God damn it. I started asking, like, yo, you slide her a car and shit. Boy. Well, she put on the fries, nigga. She put on J fries, nigga. I was like, nah, I chill. She ain't had no gloves, no mask. Jay ain't care about nothing. Kobe, what? <laughs> nigga was grabbing her wrist for the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> nigga dragged. That <laughs> uh, nigga said, thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. I'm like, I'm just going to come right back around. <laughs> <laughs> nigga I got back in some. line, pulled up like, you ain't yeah, give me no sweet yeah. and sour. She was like, huh, Jason. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's my name at the bottom of the receipt by the credit card. You want to write them last four down. I, use my, I, wanted to use, I, I wanted to come back use my business card this time. <laughs> you see, it says Shop Talk uh, Podcast. I, I own a studio. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, studio owner, right? When you put my name in your phone, put Jason Johnson, studio owner, <laughs> businessman, entrepreneur. But all that to say, man, quit counting people's pockets. Don't worry about If a motherfucker take you out on a date, clearly they can afford to date. Or you, you would hope I'm not, they I'm can. Not, I'm not giving that advice, though. I ain't, I'm ain't. i never going to tell you to count niggas' pockets, bro. I'm never going to tell you to that because that's not something I would do. Yeah. But- if you got a set of standards and you got something that you're looking for and that's not it, hey. that's not it. Oh, 100%. I agree Don't with that. Don't lower your standards, King. Hey, if dog, they not lower theirs so, for yours. So, and that's the other part of that, dog. Again, I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever you do, if I'm attracted to you, again, if you ain't giving your body Thanks. up, I don't give a fuck. But if you're one of the women who are like, you yo, body no, I mean, <laughs> what I said, because give your body up. <laughs> Please give. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, really? Gotcha. So, no. <laughs> and there's the name of the episode right there, nigga. Oh, shit. Gotcha. Because gotcha. <laughs> NAACP was actually going to get us in trouble. <laughs> I needed one of 
I was really like, damn, I hope we say something else bad. Because, nigga, NAACP, that Twitter going to be down. Cat would have got us in trouble, too, nigga. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, I all I have to say, yo. First time listeners, I'm sorry, nigga. Yo, they who you like, man. If they say they got it. But women, just know, the same way that y'all set standards with regard to what a nigga does for a living, it's some dudes out here who might have that same standard for you. I got a homie who work on Wall Street who do, he does not like bro chicks, nigga. Cause he don't live like that. Like the nigga make two, three hundred grand a year. Like he not dating the nail tech. He even though that nail tech got she a could whole, also make two, three hundred. Whole fucking yeah. string of uh, fucking yeah. nail tech slime. Yeah, or some nah, shit. he probably dating one of the custos. And I'm that pretty sure there. nigga that shit ain't cheap. It, facts. I'm pretty sure a full set costs more than a haircut. Fam. So everything yo, women do when they go to a shop costs more than a haircut. So whatever man. your barber make, nigga, the nail tech double in that shit. Fam. My, girl, <laughs> my girl told me how much this hair she just ordered for braids was. I was like, oh, 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 I'd have faded you for the free, nigga. <laughs> and y'all can't get, throw a nigga a 20 for the fade? Fam. If you pay hey, hey, for the braids. Hey, ladies with the good jobs who out here, successful nail tech, senior man, $20 for the fade right now. Send Jay and Wheezy uh, twenty for the razors. They need to bevel. Twenty for the twenty for the fade. You paying five hundred for the braid? Fam. Come on, man. Fam, they be paying. First of all, hit the fucking bell because y'all heard the bar. <laughs> Second of all, nigga, they be paying five hundred for the hair. Before they gotta buy the hair before they get it braided. Buy the hair, braid it yourself <laughs> before you get there. Wash your own shit, oil your scalp, bring your own seat. <laughs> and come in here and let me look at it. <laughs> I'll look at it. I'll instruct you on how I'll instruct you on how to put it in yourself. Come on time. I'm gonna charge you extra. I'm gonna be late. <laughs> and I'm gonna talk to my baby daddy while why you doing this shit. Nigga, you sound like Ray J. That nigga said, I'm gonna let him drop my top. <laughs> Oh shit! Holy shit, yo! Speaking of that though, I seen this, this crazy this ass. Too funny. I think the camera is doing something, dog. Nigga, <laughs> I think I think that's what it is. It's dog, I seen this fucking uh, this barber that I follow. She posted in her story. It wasn't her, but it was a text exchange between another um a hairstylist she know. So the hairstylist was texting with a customer. The customer was like, "Hey, I left my wallet in your shop. Can I run back in there real quick?" I guess the girl had opened up. This was during early COVID. Before they could open up. So she was like, can I run back up there real quick? And old girl was like, yeah, when you go in, my suite door is still open. So she was like, run in there, get your wallet, you good. And she was like, oh, by the way, I should have told you, but I tested positive for COVID two days ago. She was like, I know I shouldn't have came and I could have canceled my appointment. I'm so sorry, but I had to get out the house. And the bar or the hairstylist was like, yo, you know that I'm like, um, high risk mm -hmm. because I have some uh, pre-existing conditions. Like I wasn't even supposed to open up for you. Like I did it because you asked me so many times, like I legally wasn't supposed to open my shop doors and now you didn't expose me to this bullshit. I wasn't supposed to open it for this specific reason. Yeah. And I'm also physically high risk of catching this shit. And she was like, I know I'm so sorry, but I really had to get out the house. I was bored. And once I found out I had COVID and I had to quarantine for two days, like I just started losing my mind and I needed to get my hair done. I'm sorry. So you, you can, mm -hmm. And look, she, and she said, you saw how much of a mess my hair was. And old girl was like, fam, 
Come sit back in my seat right quick. Come my sit nigga. down in my chair right quick. I'll strangle your dumb I ass. I will literally call the police on you. No, I will strangle your dumb ass. Yeah. I'm going to call and the say cops. You, and say you died of COVID. Because, yeah. you know, that's what's getting... <laughs> all this bitch that died of COVID. Really? They like, yeah, no, she ain't getting no air in her lungs from the strangle. Eyes all puffed up. Yeah, no, COVID, nigga. All that to say, let's talk about the shine. <laughs> shy. All right, dog. Um, Yo, can we play shy for the shy? Do that count? <laughs> If I said it, I <laughs> promise uh, Ronnie never leave you lonely. Back up, back up. <laughs> Yo, why they, why they do Ronnie like that, dog? I miss my Uncle Charles, dog. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, eyes turn black, dog. <laughs> that shit touched his forehead, his eyes turn black. <laughs> Nigga had the black coat on and shit, <laughs> oh, nigga. Oh, shit. Uncle Charles. This is how I felt about the shy. Smoke it on Holy when I, shit. when I found out these niggas from Chicago, I was pissed. <laughs> I was like in the middle of the barn. Some of my Chicago niggas is some of the most country motherfuckers I know. Ooh. And I'm from fucking the deep part of Alabama, but... Damn, this was an episode episode, bro. Um, off top, like we always do at this time, how you feel about the episode before we get into the details, man? Um, I mean, all things considered, man, it was a pretty cool episode. Yeah, it, it was. So, on my first watch, I watched it twice. I watched it twice. On my first watch, I thought it was pacing weird, right? Like, I was like, damn, they kind of jumping around on too many things. But by the end... It all tied up, and that's what I could appreciate. Like they brought it back to get every, literally everybody was in that one area except for questions. like two characters. I got mad questions. I got questions. This little plot shit that's kind of you know, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. what's going on? But like they got a couple things hanging out there that I feel the like last, weren't strong enough all season to still be the main two plots. But I feel like the last two episodes or three episodes mm-hmm. um, have been relatively good. Yeah, and like a lot different. 100% Then the first six 100% um, um, Yeah man 90% of the season Has gone by But they finally In a stroll Nigga They they striding right now They going man Um, I gave this episode I'm gonna get this Four and a half Cabrini's Dog Hold on Four and a half Four and a half Cabrini's Did we dog. get last week Four and a half No we got last week Four I don't know. You said four, four and a half last week. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm this on the same level to me. Okay. I, I'm not giving it five just because some of the things I had an issue with this episode were like real life, like what is going on, nigga. But all in all, dog, I thought this was four and a half. I thought the acting was done well. Yeah. Um. I thought Ronnie ain't even talking his whisper voice. That nigga Tracy came around. That nigga was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Man, I saw some plays being put down on this episode. Fam, I have a theory about Tracy. I have a theory. We're going to get to it. But, yeah, I'm giving this four and a half Cabrini's, man. Four and a half Giordano's. <laughs> four and a half Chicago Dogs, nigga. Four Wrigley's. All right, man. Uh, let's talk about it. Yo, so the episode. <laughs> four Chicago Glizzies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. There got a fucking episode name. Four and a half Glizzies, nigga. Oh, four and a half Chicago Glizzies. God damn it. All right, if I change this shit one more time, nigga, which I probably will because it's going to go up. Gotcha is a good name. Gotcha is great, but four and a half Chicago glizzies is also like, what are they talking about? I have to listen now, nigga. All right, I'm going to put gotcha in four and a half. Gotcha glizzies. (laughs) 
Them glizzies got you, uh, <laughs> nigga. Who got you? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right, man. We're going to grow up one day, but this will not be the pod for that. No. So the episode opened up with Keisha. She having nightmares. She looking like uh, fucking... Uh, Bushwick Bill in the bed right now, nigga. Got the braids still there, looking real rough, real Shamar Moore in the Tyler Perry movie. Mm. She having this nightmare. She hearing the voice of of her abductor, the dude Omari, who they still never explained anything about. Now, I'm at this point, we won't get anything. Um, that shit's so random, fam. I, I think that that's a huge plot hole. That they just said we thought this was going through the sex trafficking. Yeah, no. damn, this they nigga had us just a pervert. That nigga's just a perv, and they gave us a news clipping that you had to zoom in to even kind of read. Yeah. That was it. That we learned no more about this. We didn't even know his name till we looked it up. IMDb is the only reason I know this nigga's name. Nobody ever said the word Omari. It's in that news clipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in that. But I'm like. Y'all just gave us nothing, but she in bed, she trying to sleep, she having nightmares, she hear his voice, he's saying all the little creepy Candyman shit he was saying to her. Show and, how she got snatched at the bus stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did get a little flashback, or a couple flashbacks. Which technically don't match up where, where she actually got snatched at, mm-hmm. but whatever. So she wakes up screaming, like she, you know, sits up in bed, ah, shit, I'm getting kidnapped. Crazy. But Kevin heals her, hears her, because the waltzes. Real thin, right? Like we talked about. Thin-ass wall. He run in her room. Yo, I heard you scream. You good? Like, what's going on? She was trying to do, like, some meditation, breathing exercises and shit. She like, Kevin, get the fuck out. Because I still remember you telling me last week that you mad that I fucking came home, nigga. So get your little bum ass out. I don't want to talk to you. He like, but Keisha, man, you still mad at me? She like, nigga, get the fuck out. Why do they look so much alike? That casting is perfect, nigga. They really do look like sisters. That ain't they mama, but... But they look like they daddy. They look like they daddy, nigga. Their daddy was dark-skinned, too, wasn't he? Yeah, yep, off that picture. Yeah, yeah, Um, Then Kevin, he leaves, but, like, you could tell he feel bad. Like, damn, nigga, I said some whole ass shit. Now I'm worried. Like, I might be then contributed to her kind of not really rolling back into a normal day-to-day. Then we shift over so abruptly... But I felt like it was so fucking, it was like the perfect back and forth. We shift over to Dre and Nina taking a stroll at the fucking beach, just walking along the goddamn lake. A bunch of white folks. A bunch of white folks. They doing like a hiking, women's retreat, self-improvement, self-help type retreat. Fam, you have not one but two children in the house with PTSD. One got kidnapped and fucking sexually assaulted for two months. The other one seen a murder. Tried to kill the nigga that was the murderer. Then his only fucking male figure got killed, and we ain't got an explanation. Why the fuck do y'all think it's a good day to take a date? When is this? It's the dead of winter, because it's snow all around, nigga. I don't know what time of year we in. Um, so now I had to I had to go back yeah. and just think, like, okay, when they got married, it must have been end of summer. Yeah. Beginning of school. School must have yeah, been yeah. For, just starting and that will put it at um, early September. Right? Yeah. So then September to October. Okay. October to November. So it would have been November when she got found, which it can be snow in November. Yeah. And now it's, is, mm. it, is it December? Is it- Hold on. I just looked it up. Chicago mayoral elections are held in February. That is why we have snow. 
There we go. That actually just eased a lot of the shit that I was ready to talk. Because it was 20 inches of snow outside, and I didn't get it. Okay. Um. All right. So... They down at the beach. They hanging out. She says the therapist told her, told us we need to give Keisha space. Nigga, Dre is a counselor. That's where this shit. Se- she a guidance counselor, though. Fam, she's Got the to. worst guidance counselor in the world then. She like, yo, you need to pick up Jim. Because it's. The- <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to graduate on time. We need some uh, home ex then. Dog. It's the worst fucking advice ever. Everybody she guides, it's terrible advice. But they down there, they doing this little hike and shit. And I'm just like, I don't think this is the appropriate time for a day date. Especially when you keep telling Kevin every time he try to hang with his friends, no, you don't need to leave the house. Your sister just got home. Like, make it make sense for me, dog. Jay, we don't have kids. <laughs> but hey, we happen to have a special guest in the house who got kids. Who got thirty two kids, nigga? Kids. No, my nigga, yo, my nigga got kids. He got like a whole starting five. No, no, no. My like. nigga is in the NBA bubble yeah. with his kids, and they playing against each other five nigga, on five. He the Dame Lillard of he pulling up. <laughs> he the Dame Lillard of kids. <laughs> yeah. My nigga, nigga pull a kid up from half. Only nigga with more kids is actually Dame. <laughs> <laughs> like so, Dame is the Dame Lillard of kids. But shout out to Dame. He, uh, Dame, what up? He should. I told him early. He should be coming home. Yeah, uh, I seen that Twitter post, man. Uh, so from from the hospital, not like yeah, yeah, home. yeah, yeah. He said like, coming home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, nigga, he went to prison. Nigga like, out? No, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga out. <laughs> Yo, my nigga home. <laughs> what he did a three to two? <laughs> Gotta go backwards with the years. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Dame, man. Two um, nights, two days. <laughs> I've done one of them, nigga. Yeah, you know. Shit ain't that bad, nigga. Best sleep I ever had, but that's another story. All right. We got a motherfucking father-father in the house. If you had two kids at home, so subtract the other eight kids you got. And just talk about these two. Um, your oldest two. <laughs> and both of them had PTSD or some real fucked up shit that happened to them. Would you take the wife out for a date? In the middle of that, when one just came home from an abduction, though? Yes, Wheezy is getting out the fucking house. <laughs> yes, 100%. That's actually why that nigga's here right now. <laughs> he is 100% getting out the house. <laughs> Wheezy like, no, nah, they got kidnapped the other week, nigga. But once I seen they were straight, nigga, I had to come to the pot. What y'all got out? I'm, trying to get out. I'm just trying to get out the house. Shit, nigga, I brought brews. You know what I'm saying? That nigga is I got one- greens, beans, tomatoes. <laughs> This nigga is 100% getting out of the house. Weezy's like, yes, nigga. <laughs> I had to answer for him because I didn't want him to lie. No, no, you know no, 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 no. Because he was already shaking the head like, with the lie like. No, nigga. No, Weezy on the beach right now, nigga. Kids <laughs> at home still tied up from the kidnap. Nigga, you want could be kidnapped right Weezy now. Weezy fake kidnapping his own kids so he can get out. He like, damn, uh, man, I can't believe they've been gone all day. I'm about to go out, though. All right, nigga. Um. I just thought it was a bad idea. Yeah, That's all. It's a bad idea. <laughs> I just thought it was a bad idea. Shout out to Weezy for being a good sport, nigga. Shout out to all 10 kids. Um, all right. So then we go down to the, the scene we saw in the preview last week. Yeah. Emmett, Dom, Jada, and Tiffany in the restaurant. Tiffany's really cold. I just want to throw that out there one more time. I, I, I mean, I, I won't call what I do like stalking. Yeah. But I go to her Instagram yeah. page a lot. You yeah, no. Nah. I'll be seeing you there uh, on the likes. 
I remember one time I was like, I don't think she post enough for Jay. Because uh, you didn't like them all. <laughs> like, yo, I need you to put some more content out here, though. She just got on the gram, too. Like, now I got to unlike a picture to like it again so you see me here, okay? Because I don't think you saw me here. Her phone time. vibrating all that. She yeah. like, God damn, Jay Johnson 313. He really like this picture and shit. Like, <laughs> nigga going in the DM explaining it like, yo, just in I'm, case you thought I'm, that I didn't like it, I unliked it to yeah. like it back. And I'm liking them from the This Week in Culture page. <laughs> so, because I need that smoke on my name. God damn it. <laughs> I'll put this nigga name in the bio directly. Like, yo, Jay run this one. I run the Twitter. <laughs> Not finna get caught out here. Oh, shit. Um, But so they at the restaurant. They cleaning it up. Now, tell me this. You I'm an entrepreneur? At, yeah. You have a space. Yeah. If you took this space over from the previous owner, would you like put any of your own stamp on it, nigga, or are you just clean it up and opening exactly how they had it? And it's like a well-known space that anybody go to. Um, I'm gonna paint something, nigga. That nigga Emmett was just like, yo, I'm gonna get this gum under the table. He was well, you know, I mean, that's what they sweet. was talking about. Like, and, yeah, give me. An he said he wanted the accent. Wall. They told him they needed to make money first because paint, paint apparently hits niggas' pockets for an accent wall. Yo, these niggas don't got no fucking money, dog. I have no idea how to. So another part, like, was, fam, how do we just, Sonny just out of here? Fam. All right. So I said this to my girl last night, but I'm saying it to y'all. If we don't see Sonny again, on, we have one more episode for Sonny to come through blasting, nigga. And I mean, Tupac, I'm coming through the door blast. Like, I need that energy, dog. If Sonny don't come through with the fucking ratchet, I'm going to be real mad. Sonny got kids. Fam. Sonny isn't a grown ass man. Sonny just got a, a a bag of fucking money. Let time out. Sonny, listen, listen. This 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 is what I'm. I'm we talking about plot holes. This is what I'm confused about. Right. Last season, Sonny's burned down because of Emmett. Because of Emmett. Yep. They got a lot of money. They rebuilt the store. Sonny literally said on that point. He said, "Emmett, I got so much insurance money." Not only can I rebuild, I got enough to open another location, and I want you to be the manager. That's not even where I'm going with it, though. I just want to throw it out. That's 100% true. Yeah. But when he brung Dom and Tiffany outside, Sonny's look run the fuck down. Nigga, the Sonny sign was even ripped the fuck down. Nigga. Fam, y'all had a new sign. Like, what happened? Y'all just rebuilt this bitch. Apparently. Apparently. Sonny brother was the leader of the 63rd before he went to live in the Bahamas and Trice took over. Trice took over. Whatever that nigga name was. Like, it's money in Sonny family. I don't get why the restaurant is this fucked why up. Why the fuck does 63rd have so many leaders? Trice, uh, the old nigga Sonny brother, yeah. Duda, the Reggie. Old, the old, Reggie, the old nigga in the gym. Like, damn. The nigga in jail is the nigga nigga. Are y'all making money? Y'all, y'all signed to a 331. <laughs> Nigga's got a fucking... How you get a gang 360 deal? <laughs> like, what's the? Oh, you shit. signed to another nigga. You signed to a nigga that signed, signed to, to another nigga, nigga that signed to a nigga. nigga. Like, shout out to Pusher. But look, so they in the restaurant. They cleaning it up. He got his mama there, his girl there. Mama there, P I'm, there, C there. We, we on the same shit. Because I heard that immediately, nigga. I heard that shit immediately in my head. Yo, dog. you know it's weird watching the No Limit shit, dog. I, I'm not comfortable listening to Mystical say what. Like, you, you a rapist, oh, he dog. He's like, he gets, so when they talk about when Master P went and signed Mystical, yeah. which is a dope story, by the way, said the nigga was signed to Jive. Jive wouldn't let him go. 
he was like, yo, I've been hearing about Missy. He's from New Orleans. I've been hearing about this nigga. I want him on uh, on No Limit. So he said they flew up to New York, went to Jive headquarters with Mystical, walked in there and said, yo, let him out his contract. They was like, nah, that nigga's still in the red, 375 grand. P pulled the damn checkbook out, wrote a check for 375 and said, all right, we good, and walked out with Mystical, signed him No Limit. Dope story. He's a rapist. Multiple. <laughs> Multiple time rape. I was not comfortable watching this thing on the screen. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, we went through how rapey he was. Yeah. And like, I was... The nigga's gotten out of prison twice. Like, he served two different sentences like and the, been accused a third time. I mean, the first rape was kind of off of... <laughs> <laughs> the first, the, the, Yo, any sentence that start the first rape? Because <laughs> what, what happened on the second one? <laughs> like, like, like... A nigga had an excuse for the first <laughs> rape, right? <laughs> the nigga like, Holy shit. like his manager like stole like mm -hmm. a lot of fucking money, right? And she was like, "Well, uh, we gonna have sex on camera, yeah. and I'm gonna wipe yeah. out this two hundred and fifty thousand dollars you stole." Yeah, and that shit didn't go real. No, no, it didn't go. I don't understand that one. But like you, you had like fam, you had you, another one. You, you are time. you a habitual line stepper, fam. You're a habitual raper, rapist, nigga. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, it was weird because when they show him. <laughs> yeah, look, you, you see Mystical in a fight with a bear, nigga. <laughs> help the bear. bear. No, really. Help the bear because <laughs> like, Mystical's going to rape the bear. trying to rape the bear. <laughs> you see Mystical with a woman. Help the woman because God damn. <laughs> That's such a weak ass line, dog. But we love that shit so much. It was funny as shit. Like, <laughs> it's like one of them joke lines that joke. It's a dad joke line or something. You see me in the bottom of the butt. Help the butt. Like, Fam, that nigga started the bar with, I'm cold as a lion with no hair. I don't know what that means. Fam, it's a heart. Fucking, we, nigga, we, we in the hottest place on the earth, nigga, Africa. <laughs> Motherfucker. But it's cold, though. And I'm like, what if it's a female lion? They don't have a mane, nigga. Like, uh, whatever, man. Mystical nasty. Anyway, how do we get to rape? I don't know, dog. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. Yo, I this is the greatest episode ever uh, already, dog. I'm, I'm not, sorry. I'm not a villain of uh, oh, Shop Talk, dog. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all political and shit on there. Help the pot! Because <laughs> that bitch gonna need it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> oh, man. I told niggas at the top of the pod, strap in. It's gonna be a long episode. All right. So. Let's here. You say that? <laughs> 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 all, right. all right holy all right. fuck all right bring all right. this shit back all right. All right. get some fucking order in here dog holy shit oh, this is the third time i didn't cry that today, was fuck dog. i'm sweating dog shit oh my gosh all right so they in the restaurant <laughs> and the nigga cleaning gum from under the table and he look up at Lala's weirdly shaped butt in these <laughs> Sean John Velour pants she was wearing. She had a vocab for that. Motherfucker dressed in vocab. <laughs> oh, shit. Holy uh, shit. I mean, who not going to look? She was ready to get her eagle on. <laughs> Drop down and get your eagle on. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Oh, fuck. Like, who not going to look? Mello's so happy in the bubble. <laughs> he would have hated being at home right now, dog. Does she look great on the ground? She does, but on the show. Why is wardrobe playing her like this? They make her look old. 
You know what I'm saying? So, but she right. looked great on the ground. We do this every week, but we try to calculate how old Emmett is. So it got a little weird. So Jacob Lattimore, the real human, he turned 24 this week. Okay. So Emmett. Half her age. <laughs> no matter what, Emmett is less than fucking 41. Emmett is 20 on 20 show. maybe. Because I could still give him 19, bro. No, because, yes. Because he's <laughs> like, 19. That's what I'm saying. He can't be older than 20. Like, at all. So, why the fuck a nigga. Because he I, wasn't in school when he was 17 two years ago. He was in. Because when he. <laughs> for him to date Keisha's character. Yeah. And not be in prison. Right? Because she 18. <laughs> right? So, if they used to yeah, date. Two you, years ago. Yeah. Two, you you, you, you had to have been within two in years. her class. Yeah. Nigga, they, yeah. You had to be in school at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Because if not. You going to jail, my nigga. You, if you if you older than twenty right now, yeah, you going to jail, it's nasty. my nigga. It's nasty. Like you you out here, and that would have been the second time that helped the bat. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll have to help Keisha. Yeah. Nigga. All right. <laughs> I'm writing down all the possible names, nigga, because I'm gonna just fucking <laughs> help the bear. Help the bear just got right in there, dog. <laughs> help the bear is fucking leading the tra- the pack right now. Oh, Holy shit. shit. So he under the table, he's scraping the gum. He look up, he see La La Booty. He kind of staring, right? Natural man shit. You ever got caught staring? Uh, probably. Cause I don't know how to break the stare like cool. I try to do what you just did right there and rub the eye out real. I'll be like, oh shit. But he's staring. Um, and hey, sometimes you with a lady who likes staring at butts too, nigga. So it's cool. It's a butt. I see it. It's four of us in here. My mama over here, I'm not looking at my mama. My girl behind the counter, it's a butt right here. I see it. Nigga, I'm on the ground, whatever. And I'm Emmett. I'm Emmett, nigga. Could be worse. Man. So he looked, but we know it was it worse. Was. It so was. it was a lot worse. So he he looking at the butt, and Tiffany come around and catches him. Cause he Emmett did what niggas shouldn't do. Like you stare too long, nigga. I went like one, two, three, four, five, this eight. Nigga nine. Like, he he played it out in his head. Like, yeah. damn, look at the ass and keep him. Yeah. You, you've had it. <laughs> Like, it don't even look the same after you had it. Like, <laughs> like it still look good. It don't look the same, right? I had something for that, but no. I'm not getting dumped. Uh, I'm not getting wheezy dumped. I'm not getting Jade potentially dumped, nigga. So I'm going to save anything I had. Um, So we get caught. Tiffany Sim. Tiffany is one of the scarier people that I would, like, I don't want her to catch me doing nothing because she scares the shit out. Tiffany might be 63rd, nigga. She might be Wild Boys. I don't know, nigga. (laughs) Tiffany a drug dealer, nigga. She connected. (laughs) Like, nigga, Tiffany in the streets. She be everywhere. What if your girl was the (laughs) plug? You better not cheat on her, nigga. You might die. (laughs) And it's another nigga talking about, come get this dick. Dog. Why? Where the fuck is Tia Maori husband? Why was he in the episode? (laughs) Why was he a cameo? To say... Hey, you like my couch? Look at the dick. <laughs> I was like, that nigga is still somewhere holding his crotch, <laughs> looking at the door, like, <laughs> waiting for it to come back. Like, nigga ain't bathed or nothing. <laughs> hey, that nigga like, <laughs> dog. That nigga just been standing at the door. They're like, how long you been at the door? Ten days, b. Ten days, nigga. <laughs> like, oh shit. All right, bring it back. Bring it back. So we get caught staring, nigga. But they start having a convo about what they gonna name it, nigga. His mama like, yo, it's looking good in here. Y'all got it clean. It's cleaned up. They ain't really did much to it. And he like, yo, I don't know what I want to name it. 
dumb old 45-year-old ass come in talking about, we're going to call it Emmett and Dom's. My nigga, you fired, dog. You a cook. That's why you cook. Last person who can name some shit like that is Connie and Barbers. Other than that, fuck out of here, nigga. Nigga. Um, Dodd and Edis. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. that's it, dog. Real Detroit nigga shit. <laughs> Molly, Molly. <laughs> Y'all niggas got me from the fuck. city. Fuck. Fuck that Molly, Molly. Bro. Oh, shit. Shout out to Molly, Molly. Shout out to... <laughs> They still out here? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just throwing See? it out there right now. <laughs> See? Hey, when you name it after yourself, your shit gets closed. Dot no. ain't so, there no more either, is it? No. And when they closed Dot Netters, I actually got sad. <laughs> that was my spot. Shout out to uh, Michael Eric Dyson, who bust that shit out at the, uh, who passed away? At the tribute. Oh, uh, was that Aretha? Aretha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He like, yep. Dot Netters. He was like, <laughs> Chicago, Philly, <laughs> y'all jealous because y'all ain't Detroit. <laughs> Yo, that nigga that, hold all them other cities for no reason. <laughs> like on that, he really rapped the D when he talked. Like he gets into it. That and Ed is shrimp. This oh, nigga Michael man. Eric Dyson has as many albums as he has books. Facts, facts. <laughs> it's my favorite author, by the way, or one of them. I want to sit down. He's on my bucket list. Yeah, he's. Um, I've talked to him a couple times at Triumph when he came to church. Uh, but I, I would love to just like build, like really sit with him and not be in the line trying to get my book signed. I'm gonna DM him every day for the next week. Might as well, nigga. Hey, you know who I want to DM? Um, I'm a DMer from the pod page, but I'm gonna sign it, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Mara Brock a kill, dog. I've been, I, I've been sending messages, fam. I really on Twitter. I mean, I tagged her on Twitter like a couple weeks ago when we talked about her, but I really feel like she needs to talk to us and tell us a where we can get love is b. Send me a fucking album. I've asked her that twice. She hasn't responded. Yeah, I just want her to send me the vinyl. I want her That's to. It. I want us to recognize that Moesha was toxic. Was a spinoff. Well, Moesha is connected to girlfriends. To girlfriends. And girlfriends is connected to the game. To the game, and Facts. she was a writer on all them bitches. Yeah. So like, Marbra could kill. I just want to talk to her. Dog. She'd be a great interview. She would. Be. She would be a phenomenal interview. I don't want Salim to get involved though. Who looks? He be beating me. Nah, I'm not gonna go there. Shout out to Holly Berry. Happy birthday to her. Oh, 54, looking great. <laughs> her butt don't look like Lala's at 44. <laughs> Whatever. All that to say. Uh, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I thought you said you ain't want to get dumped. <laughs> no, I was just comparing the eight because yeah, I got you. Hallie fifty four, Lala forty four. She got, yeah. she's got a lot of, it's a lot in them velours, dog. Like, and she had the burgundy velour. Like, she tried to freak the color and shit. Like, oh. whatever. All right. She said the most inappropriate shit in the world, nigga. I just, I just need the inspiration. They like, so they talking about the name. She said Dom and Emmett's, and he was like, "But you sound dumb as fuck. We're not naming it Dom and Emmett's." And then he was like. I'll figure out a name. I just need to be inspired. She said, well, let me know if you need some inspiration in front of in front of my friends. <laughs> my nigga. I mean, at, at that point, like, <laughs> Tiff should be like, bitch, what you talking about? So I was ready for Tiff to turn up right there. I thought when we watched the preview last week that that was what we didn't see. Nigga, was Tiff go, excuse me, motherfucker? But Tiff and uh, Jada looked at her like, bitch, you're mm. too old for this. Jada looked like, you around my age, ain't you? <laughs> We went to school together. <laughs> she was like, you went to uh, 63rd High, right? <laughs> Class of 91? You said 63rd when it was still 23. Like, nigga, we grew up together. <laughs> it was me, you, Darnell, nigga, mama there, P there, yeah. C there. 
Oh shit! Nick Master P looks like every member of his family. <laughs> them niggas all look alike, dog. Like that nigga grandfather. Like yeah, yo, yeah. nigga, them is your kid. Yeah, all them niggas look alike. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm crying to help the parent. <laughs> Holy shit! But all right, you ever had a girl say some wild shit like in front of you and your girl? Like some wild inappropriate shit. Uh, I had a girl who was in school. Uh, it was me and my lady was walking up the steps, and this girl ran down and, and touched my ass, and like troll, troll, no, right, no, right. no. <laughs> no. And like, um, she was running down the steps in the other yeah. direction and shit, and she grabbed it, and, yeah. and like, she was like, "Did she just?" I was like, "No, no, yeah. that's, no, <laughs> no, you tripping?" <laughs> like, this nigga boy, he said, "No, no," <laughs> like, "No, you, you fucking tripping?" Like, no, that, that did not, no, just, no, that did not. You are tripping. Maybe her elbow hit me. Yeah, no, nah, steps. No, nah, that so, was just a graze. So why? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, Yo. that shit was. My girl from the east side, so I just she, don't she, say nothing wild because she got bodies, I'm sure. Shout yeah. out to her. She's following me on Instagram. Who, my girl? No, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> I don't talk about the girl. <laughs> All right, man. I'm out, bro. <laughs> That's been a- I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Look in front of my face! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Holy fuck! <laughs> Holy shit! All right, man. Look, Jaden left the studio, so now y'all stuck with me, man. I'm about to just freestyle this shit for the rest of the app. Look, so Jay crying, and if my girl following them niggas is dying, nigga, I just want this shit. Out. <laughs> Holy shit, this shit is fucking legendary, dog. Hand me one of them boys two weeks. Oh fuck, that was great. All right, so appreciate it, Jay. You want one of these, bro? No, uh, man, I'm uh, straight. I don't need no. Uh, uh, that was fucking excellent. I ain't never cried this much. <laughs> But look, all that to say, <laughs> if my girl follow you, hit me up and let me know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just push. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, if y'all got to follow for my girl, DM me real quick and tag tag me, tag her, tag us. Put us in a group DM. <laughs> so I'm talking about everybody. This now. is the only time that you <laughs> converse with us, <laughs> like our pictures, motherfucker. No, no. Like, hey, y'all, just give you a heads up. I like one of her pictures. You was in it, though. Okay. You know what's fucked up? <laughs> this is how paranoid I am as a boyfriend. <laughs> <sighs> Nigga, I posted a picture of me and my girl yesterday. <laughs> And mother, like women were replying with like hard eyes and shit of our picture, <laughs> but you don't know what they're responding to in your stories till you open it. Yeah. So every time I saw hard eyes, I was well, like, "Oh shit, shit I got it." <laughs> I was like, "Look, baby, I didn't know that she liked them shoes that much. I didn't know." Holy fuck, that was phenomenal, dog. All right, well, let's talk about Ronnie for a minute, man. So we go over to Papa's dad's church. Ronnie's being honored Which for is a lot bigger than it was at the beginning of the fam, season. This church went from the size of this studio <laughs> to the size of the entire, all three studios, nigga. Like, it's a whole congregation. It's everything happening. But Ronnie's being honored for finding Keisha, apparently. 
I feel like this is the 90th time Ronnie got honored at this church for something. <laughs> like, at a certain point, they're just giving this nigga awards. But somebody in the fucking audience, in the congregation, wasn't happy about it. He looked evil. Off rip. He was literally grimming this nigga from the fucking... You remember in Belly? And they was in the basement, nigga? Going to get yours, B. Going to get yours. And that was essentially what he was giving this nigga Ronnie, dog. You felt like, when you think about it, like, yo, he did... He seemed off. Mm-hmm. From the rip. I didn't think he was going to come back. <laughs> Blast. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to come back like, like that. that. <laughs> Blast. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so they in there. Papa, um, dad is giving this, you know, real long sort of, hey, man, Ronnie, you the greatest nigga ever. You found God and then you found Keisha, which is a bar in itself. And then while he say that, old boy, the little evil looking teenager, that nigga popped up and said, hey, man, finding that bitch don't mean... You ain't a murderer. <laughs> I was like, damn. Kevin would have been like, what's up, Kev? Kevin would have jumped up. Where like, was Kevin at? Now, Kevin, you didn't fight off on everybody else. Papa, so you ain't saying nothing? Let's talk about one of my fucking plot holes for this goddamn episode. One of you, one of you. How the fuck is nobody from the family at the church where we honoring the nigga that found the motherfucker? Because we don't fuck with Papa family like that. No, 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 no. I get it. No, no, no. no. Kevin and them family. I know. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't fuck with Papa Church like that. But nigga, if we honoring Ronnie, man, this not no. This, somebody got to be down here. No, man, somebody got to be down here. I don't think that's one of them things. This I is, just feel like that's a hole in the. Or wall. even at the little uh, repass. First off, uh, they had the repass at the gym. Let's be honest. <laughs> you remember the gym at Spring Hill? Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be let's honest. be honest. <laughs> Help the bear. <laughs> they not going to that church. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they could have went to a little repass in the gym though. Also, um, I just think that this was some spur of the moment. Uh, yeah. And I also, who the fuck is Angela? Whoa, whoa! I want to know her. Because apparently she giving out lessons. I want to know her, but I want to know like who the character I'm is. I'm like, is that a, a is that a um, a euphemism for a nigga rummy my check since no, I no, let no. you speak? I think or is Ange- that the person no, who no, no. gives off the money or I think Angela. I think um, dude, I sent Angela to go fuck Papa Daddy. Angela was giving up some pussy. Angela is his wife. No, no, no. Uh, Candy name is Rosalind. Oh, well, no, no, no. But I think it's just a random like I don't think we're meant to know who the character is. But I think Papa Daddy was like, oh, shit, nigga, um, tell Angela I need another lesson. <laughs> like, I feel like whoever Angela was, dude, I sent her over there, give Papa Daddy some pussy, maybe take a couple dollars with you, and we'll get him off Camille's train, nigga. Because, boy, he snatched her clean under Lena, nigga. Papa Church went left like a month. So, matter of fact, they could have went to Papa Church. Lena was campaigning in that motherfucker. Lena paid. And she like. But look, I had a couple issues with this scene. So the nigga stand up, he say, hey, um, fuck this nigga Ronnie, he's still a murderer. Finding that bitch ain't gonna make you not a murderer. And then he walked out, and I was like, okay, well, that was a hell of a way to make a, a entrance. But then... I thought, like, so you just a regular churchgoer? I was wondering who he was, right? Because we don't... We never had a chance to get to know Coogie like that. Some don't know his friends, we don't know who he, who he was cool with. We don't know, even the episode where they jumped Ronnie, them younger kids, we don't know who they were like. We don't know. All we know is that the neighborhood hasn't been receptive to Ronnie since he killed Cooey. But we don't know if there were like some people who were personally yeah. upset with this nigga and really held a grudge. And it's been a couple years. So you would think anybody who was mad, mad. No, I'm well, maybe I was 15 yeah. when it happened. I'm right. 17. I'm a man. Now. Oh, don't wait till you're an adult, nigga. Do it when you're 15. Get out in two years. Whatever. Um, But. 
He gets up and leaves, and then uh, Ronnie steps up to the plate or, or to the microphone, and he goes, "Yo, you know, I, it wasn't me; it was God, man. All, all praise to the Lord. Like I ain't do nothing. They I'm just a get, vessel." They can't get that nigga a razor though. No, no. Like, well, they can't. Like somehow he finds a way to shave his head every morning, but he don't trim the beard. Like, fam, no. don't you? Uh. It's scraggly as shit, man. That beard is terrible. That's one of the all-time worst beards I'm ever seen. So while he up there giving his speech, Tiffany or Tracy, pardon me, Tracy stands up. We ain't, we just asked last week, where is Tracy? She gets up. She comes up on the stage. It was very weird because she was talking directly to Ronnie. She was not like saying like, yo, my organization wanted to put this together. She was talking to Ronnie like, look, you know, I know um, I ain't got you this pussy in a minute. And the only reason you tormented and killed that little boy was because I told you to. The, P-U- the power yeah. of the P-U-S-S-Y. Yeah. I told you to kill that little boy. Not, you know. It, you the reason I'm in this shit. Damn. She the reason he did. We'll get there. Um, but she go up there and she tell him, yo, me and my organization, we put together a couple dollars for you. We know you've been having a hard time finding a job. So here you go. Before she could even hand that nigga the check, Candy jump up like, yeah, so um, 63rd Street Mob also put a couple dollars to you. We got $5,000. Is that enough? And give me, I mean, when you homeless, that's. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that's probably was the reward. No, no, no. Hey, I'm going to look up them reward signs, see what it was, because they might owe Ronnie, nigga. But I feel like it said 25. I don't know. I'm probably lying. But she stood up and was like, yo, um, Otis Perry and I wanted to give you something from the campaign. We got five grand for you. So Ronnie lit up. She didn't let the nigga Otis say a word, bro. I ain't say a word. I ain't say a word. <laughs> 63rd. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> So he was trying to say something because it's his campaign, right? I'm the face. All right. you. She apparently the campaign manager, but she his wife, whatever. Ma'am, let me talk to the nigga. This is a big photo op. Let her talk. Eh, nah, because Candy smile when she talk. Like, it don't matter what she says. She's smiling. I don't like it. Dude, I'm not a good politician, though. He not, but who is on this show? Who you want to be? Harry somebody? Harris? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that nigga. Um... She wouldn't let Duda get a word in, and she kept cutting him off. Then when she finally stopped, Papa Daddy cut him off. I was like, oh, shit, All right, he nigga, it's time to wrap this shit up. Yeah. The doors of the church are open. Trying to get then. to the repass. I didn't like none of the energy in this. I just felt like something bad was coming. I don't know why. I didn't know against who, but I felt like something bad was coming. It started with this scene. I just this ain't like nobody about, energy. I really, um, um, something about you in my life. Like, nigga, you not, we not, I'm homeless. All right. You're not in my life. So let's let's talk about Tracy for a minute, dog. She made you feel as if you were obligated to go find Jason's killer and avenge it, right? So he went out there. He thought he did it. He killed the wrong guy, and he killed a kid. It's first. First off, I gave you the impression that I liked you and that somehow you can be like a part of this family. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, nigga, this not your kid. She weaponized it. She weaponized it. For, nah, this not your kid. Yeah. Then when something happens to him, go avenge him. Go avenge death. your kid. And then when you come back and you got Coogie necklace or a Jason necklace that Coogie has stolen, because Coogie did steal the chain, you come back with Jason necklace and you say, I found a nigga who had took his shit off the body. And you give her the necklace, she gave that nigga some pussy. Episode two, season one, Ronnie and Tracy had the most unnecessary sex I've ever seen in my life. Then she told the nigga, A, 
go get some groceries, bring over some lobster, some crab, or whatever the fuck she told him to pick up. I'm going to cook dinner tonight. He was like, bet. But Ronnie being Ronnie, he fucks up the pussy bag every time he can. Nigga got drunk, never made it back over there, and Tiffany got mad again, or Tracy got mad again. She was like, oh, nigga, you fucked it up. We had a moment. Now you ain't Jason daddy no more. Then when he tried to fucking have a relationship with Jason's daughter, the fucking baby mom told him, Jason said you was a weirdo and you ain't his daddy, nigga. So this ain't your granddaughter. So it's just like nobody is really fucked with Ronnie. So I'm like, Tracy, you feeling real opportunist right now, nigga. Like, yeah, I can understand how maybe your group being a group of um, mothers of dead children or whatever, like how they might feel like mm, it's appropriate because he found her. Let us give him a couple dollars. But nigga, y'all should feel like shit because y'all wouldn't help help like if y'all I didn't help look for nobody. And she was in the neighborhood. Y'all had a vigil up the block from where she was kidnapped, and y'all ain't knock on one door. Come on, nah. But um, anyway, Keisha is walking, Kevin behind her. This the first time we see her outside, like without heading to therapy. She headed to the store. She keep telling Kevin, "I don't need your help." Right? He like, "No, I'm never leaving you alone. I'm here to protect you." Da da da. They going toward the store, and then somebody said, I didn't know if this was in real life or in her mind. Somebody went, hey there, sweet thing. And it was kind of weird because it was two random, like, old men standing near her when they said that. But I didn't know if she was thinking that. But either way, somebody said, hey there, sweet thing, and she immediately had a panic attack in the middle of the fucking street. It was like, all right, nigga, now shit is getting weird. She not ready to be outside. She got PTSD, bro. She ain't ready to be outside. So she did her little breathing exercises. Her and Kevin kept walking. It was kind of like they magically just snapped back from her panic attack, kept on going to the store. When they get there, she said, Kevin, I heard what you said. The walls is thin. He was like, what? She was like, nigga, I can't believe you fixed your mouth to say you wish I ain't come home. You're like, yeah, well, I ain't mean that He was shit. like, I ain't mean it. She was like, yes, you did. And no, I was really, like, I didn't. I didn't, fam. I'm <laughs> 14. I got my own problems. Like, it was just whatever. I was in a moment. Like, I was about to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time ever I almost got killed afterwards like that this is a, a whole this is a I was going through a thing Kev went from about to fuck <laughs> about to, to caught by the daddy about to die to fi- to they found my missing sister that's nigga. a range of emotions nigga uh, I'd have been like yo man if you would have waited just a couple minutes. <laughs> so she walked in the store and Kevin tried to go in behind her and she was like, um, she was like, um, yo, uh, I don't need you to come in, nigga. I'm getting tampons. I could do that by myself. The minute she said that, I was like, she's not getting tampons. I swear I thought, I was like, she's not getting tampons. I don't know why I thought it, but I felt it. She ain't get tampons, bro. I didn't think of it until she came out I'm like, oh. Yeah, well, then, even when she was on the toilet and they showed her peeing, I was like, she got a pregnancy test. Yeah. And then, uh, So they left a lot of stuff out. Whole lot of shit. When we was seeing them flashbacks. Yeah. And when, yeah, when she was down there, like, because we, you remember, we questioned, is he having sex with her? We don't know. It makes sense that though she's what, like, nigga was raped. And abusing her, dog. Like, completely... Yeah, she done been through a lot, bro. Yeah. She done been through a lot. Now she's pregnant, my dog. Murdered that nigga. Now well, she. I see why. Yeah, she yeah, beat yeah. The, beat the fuck. Beat out the hell out of him, dog. Like he was really down there. Uh, just nasty, nasty vibes. Um, but flashback, they go to the um, to the Ronnie redemption party or whatever, and that's where Ronnie's talking to Trace, or he talking to Papa. Papa asked him, "Yo, 
you gonna do with all that new money, nigga? He was so we found out where Ronnie headed, right? He say, shit, this is my ticket out. I'm going to Springfield. They be talking like Springfield is another state. Yeah, that's a, I think Papa ended up asking him. He called a nigga Mister, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is, and then um, old girl overheard him. I was like, oh shit, you leaving? Yeah, Tracy again, opportunist vibes. And then Tracy immediately said, let's go see my granddaughter. Essentially, fam. Did you? We here, nigga. Let's, let's get to we, that. We here, dog. All right, so yeah. she immediately, yo, let's see my granddaughter. Uh, no, 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 no. She waited till after. That's that's what really let me know it was opportunist vibes. She was outside when Ronnie left the venue, and he came out, and she was right there at the fucking corner, like, "Hey, Ronnie," and he was like. Oh, you still here? I thought you left. She was like, yeah, I had to get out of there before they passed the collection plate around because I don't got no money. You know, I ain't got no money. We just gave you all the money yeah. that we had. So she was like, man, I sure remember them motherfucking dancers, boy. She hit that nigga with the wood. Like, I sure remember them dancing. She was like, man, you know what would be cool before you leave? If you, you seen your granddaughter and gave us the money for it. I've been like, oh, it would be cool if you gave me some of that, some trim. <laughs> <laughs> gave me some trim before. before Which is funny here because of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> he needed trim. <laughs> Let me get some trim and some trim. But she was off the real opera. Like, you're waiting in the winter cold for me to come outside. Like, come on, bro. Well, I'm about to go put these ashes of my, my dead grandmother in the water. Like, and, and look, but he threw that out there. He like, I'm about to, you know, take my grandma's ashes down, dump it in the water. She was she like, like, oh. Your grandma didn't like me, nigga. And he was like, I don't care. Because he Ronnie, he's susceptible to, to Tracy. And I also think because of his whole, like, redemption vibe, everybody who's ever had an issue, with, he wants everybody to love him. So when Tracy giving him an inch, he like, all right, we'll come down to look this. Let's just be a lesson, fellas, and we'll get to the end. We get to the end. But stick to your plan. When you got a plan, do not let a woman come in and throw you. Ronnie had a plan. He was going to Springfield the next day. Going to dump Miss Ethel ashes, get his shit together, head to Springfield. Hey, yo, fellas. Let me break something down for you. And ladies, too. You got a plan. Don't let a nigga come in and fuck that up. This is from the bottom of my heart. I just made this up. Oh, shit. From the bottom of his heart. Yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I mean. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. (laughs) I know that. She's like, no. No. (laughs) No. Only Ronnie. (laughs) Low key. Ronnie's story could have been. It fit. He the third verse. Like, he the. With T-Boz would have ate that fucking Ronnie verse up, nigga. But, dog, Tracy literally is the reason this nigga's dead. She the reason for everything bad that happened to him since he came home. She the reason he's alcoholic. Oh, man, I had a joke that'd get me canceled. Oh, man, not again. Yeah, not again. I'm not going to say it, though. Not again. <laughs> so, yeah, because we got about four at the beginning that I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I got to hear about this later. <laughs> Police going to call like, hey, so I heard you said, uh, nope. It just be jokes, man. Help the bear. <laughs> <laughs> like, help, help me. Okay. Nigga. <laughs> so, I, while they was out in the front talking about they shit, dude, I and Kent, so they had another moment in the little repass or whatever. Dude, I was talking to some, you know, constituents who was around the area, and he was letting them know, yeah, we're going to get these potholes fixed up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All these potholes. <laughs> Don't worry I, about it. He I like, see potholes on like, the no, north we, side getting fixed when there's nothing like, wrong. When I become mayor, huh, pothole who? <laughs> you? <laughs> no. 
nigga, Candy jumped in and was like, yeah, and that's a part of our um, program called reparations. reparations. I was like, that don't even line up with what niggas want. That's reparations. It, 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 it don't fucking matter. <laughs> but when black people hear you about to get some reparations, yeah. oh, you for reparations? Vote. 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 So, dude, I told her, like, fam, that can't be the name of our fucking policies, nigga. Like, you gonna eliminate half our damn voters. She like, nigga, you need the black vote. Fuck the white vote. Nigga, you need the black vote. And that nigga's like, dog, are you running? He asked her when they went outside. He said, are you running for election? He said, nigga, I wrote the campaign. I might as well yeah. be. And I know niggas want some more shit other than fucking potholes, that which is the true. It's true. But that nigga, it's also true she needed to shut up. I need her to shut up. You saying too much. They would have left and they'd have been like, Pals. I don't know your name. I've called you Candy for nine episodes because I don't, I just found out your name was Rosalind yesterday, nigga. And apparently they called her Rose on one episode. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know she had a nickname. Um, but then that's when Papa Dad came up and interrupted and was like, hey, can I can I talk to you, dude, for a minute? Nigga said, um, you know, I'd love to uh, meet Angela again if she's available. She really taught me a nice lesson. That nigga dude, I said, yeah, she is a great teacher with a phenomenal education. I was like, oh, they're being cre- Help the bear. Because <laughs> Angela gonna need it. Nigga, they was being nasty. Help Papa. Fam, Papa. Papa dad. Papa dad nasty. is nasty. Like, you nasty on the bribery tip? He like, yo. You nasty on the... Hey, yo, tell your mom I never go home no more. Tip, nigga, like, now nasty on everything. You fucking whoever Angela is off where the Papa prostitute. Mama? I don't know where Papa Mom's is. I thought about that a few times. Now. Do Papa have a mama? I don't know. Never mentioned a mom. Nah, maybe she died. Can you I be pastor without no wife? without a first lady? Now you all through the congregation. Now you fucking Angela. Sure, nasty vibes. I think he goes. <laughs> I miss ghosts, man. I really miss. I'm about to go home and watch Power Seasons one through three tonight. Well, next week. Well, on September 9th, you know, six, six, September six. We got to get into it. I hate that we got to get into it, but hey, guess what? We ain't got no content. Fifty talking about power going to be going on for the next six years. Like fifty, I don't understand. I don't think you understand how like attention spans and like waves go. And not only that, I don't think you understand how bad the show turned. Like it really got comedic. Like fam, unless you've already recorded six seasons, uh, don't don't count on it. Especially when you got kids trying to play you in Facts. six years from now, them kids are gonna be old as fuck. Facts. So then we flash back to um Eminem Dom's restaurant, right? And uh Emmett being weird to Dom. He trying to like catch the so he already had a little scene with Tiffany where he had her sitting on his lap, was going through the um names he had came up with. She told him, auto suck, nigga, quit overthinking. And he was, yo, girl, you always hold me down. Heck, like this the first time he cheated. Like, you don't know the rules, fam. Go back to normal. He like, oh, you you, you always hold me down. Even when I'm not loyal, you loyal. And I'm I was like, like you about you're tell? telling on yourself. You might as well say it. Like, you here now, I mean, nigga. Keisha said, like, tell her. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Keisha said, tell her. His mom said it later. Um, no. So now he being weird with Dom, right? Like Dom in the back cooking and prepping meat and all that shit. Prepping meat. Ah, did you think about it? <laughs> he like, and then I ain't like this script. I didn't like they back and forth. She was like, huh, what'd she say? Yes. I, no, I don't want to suck your dick again or some shit. He was like, you look like you liked it. 
She, I'm good at it. I was like, what is, huh? I don't get where y'all talk like, huh? Shit, it felt, it made me feel awkward. It definitely made me feel awkward because she did auntie vibes, and she kept saying like, she was like, no, I'm not gonna. She's like, I'm not tripping because we fucked. I told you I'm not like them other bitches you fuck with, and I'm like, mm, that's the first thing a chick say when she finna hate like. You're just playing old Marshall to me. Yeah, like and it's just like, all right, nigga. I don't see what the big deal. And I'm like, you clearly older than this nigga. If you have a problem with him and his girl, like tell him that though. Like you knew he had a girl. It wasn't like he hid that shit. So if it's an issue now, tell him. But don't be weird. And I'm like, Emmett, to your point, Emmett, you've cheated on Tiffany before. If you're not gonna do it again, nigga, be normal. You being weird with everybody. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting picture right there. <laughs> Jay just showed me a very interesting picture um of Chicago. <laughs> so I got that's so funny. We was talking about this scene in Belly and uh, Oh man. <laughs> so all right, Tracy's a vulture. I got that. Um come look at the ashes. Oh, then apparently Trig is back. They just threw Trig back like it wasn't nothing. Somebody broke into Reggie truck that Trig stole. Now Trig run outside mad. Somebody about to steal his shit. And he got the gat on him. But whoever it was ran off. He thought it was a crackhead. Jake told the nigga, no, nah, that's uh, that's Lil J from 63rd. Like, And they planted drugs in the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, essentially. 63rd trying to set something up. Yeah, so they was gonna, he was, Jake was probably going to get pulled. Not Jake. What's this nigga name? Trig, Trig was probably going to get pulled over by the police with the drugs yep. in there. Can't get old boy back. Go yep. to prison. Oh, now y'all. Boom. Boom. Now, and he can never go back to Kankakee. P- plot twist. Uh, plot hole. This nigga Jake like, yo, I got an idea. Huh? And the whole time the idea was go, go steal folder? some random folder out of Duda's safe. Now, when he's doing that, Trig keeps telling this nigga like, yo, you know you don't have to do this, right? You know this shit is for real. Like, this ain't no game, nigga. If you go do this shit and you get caught, get the fuck out of there. But I'm like, fam, he going home. He can't just like, if he get caught, leave home, nigga. It's home. I don't really get how a nigga just leave home. But Jake go in there. He go up to the safe. And apparently he had this whole plan, but didn't know the fucking safe code. Like, how you don't know the damn... Like, well, I, I don't get what the plan is. I thought he was going to steal some money because it's a safe and niggas usually have money in the but safe. Like, but like, because the niggas try to plant some drugs, I got an idea. Let's go like, steal his money or I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know where they was headed. But while Jake is over there just randomly pressing buttons on the safe, Candy walks in and catches him because nigga the safe is in the middle of the hallway closet. So she saw him, but now she like, mm, dude, I told me to fuck off. So now I'm kind of mad at him. Nigga, the, the combination is kinda like I, I alluded they was gonna like team up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now she like fuck his kinda. campaign. If he don't want me to be there and do what I do, fuck that nigga campaign. She was like Nigga, the combination is 11, 5, 24, whatever the fuck. So Jake go in, get this little folder, take it out to Trig. I'm like a folder? And Trig looked through the folder and it was like he came up on something, but we're never shown what it was. Had to be something big because he took it to the campaign manager for Camille, Lena, and her campaign manager was like, oh, wow, what do we do to deserve this? 
That nigga like, look, just consider it a gift. We don't want no money for it or nothing like that. Like, how much you paying? I 100% would have had for some money. Like, nigga, y'all can't just keep this. Whatever the fuck it was. And J- and why does Jake all of... Oh, yeah. So here's, here's my thoughts on what I think that photo was. I think, based on the flashback they gave us at the top of the episode, back season two when Reggie first met Duda, when he went up to his condo, and he said, you the... Um, street leader, 63rd mob, whatever. I remembered that whole Reggie owed him 100K. And I started thinking, maybe do I keep books on the gang? Like which blocks is making what money, who paid up, like that sort of thing. Like you know what? they try to run it like a business. You know what would have really been dope? What's that? If they would have got that folder and then gave it to the cop that was investigating Duda. Mm. The one that don't exist and brought anymore. Either one of them, because it was two. It was two detectives, but neither one exists. So, um, but yeah, that's what I thought the folder was. Like maybe some fucking gang books. Cause other than that, I don't know what would be in his personal folders that Camille could use against him in the campaign. But yeah. I'm like, if it connect you to a gang, and my my connection there was this was Jake's idea to get back at 63rd. So I'm like. You got it. Some in that folder has to connect to 63rd. It can't just be random folder full of I don't know what, nigga. But anyway, um, do 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 do. Somebody broke in Trig's truck. Oh, Nina and Dre still on a hike. This was probably the most uncomfortable part of this episode for me. So they on a hike. It's this women's self help event, whatever. And the organizer was like, all right, so what I want y'all to do before we leave, I want y'all to find a space, sit down, and I want y'all to lay your burdens down, right? Anything burdening you, lay it down, leave it here. So they sat down, and Nina said her burden was fear. She's talking to Dre. She said hers is fear. She's like, I'm afraid that something's going to happen to my kids, which is valid. They've both been through a lot of shit. So she like, look, I'm scared that something's going to happen to my kids. And I'm scared that Dre going to fall out of love with me. And she was like, Dre, what's your burdens? Fam, Dre said the most unflattering shit in the history. Well, so it started off okay. She was like, my burden is that I can't save you. And I'm like, eh, depending on how you look at that, because Nina been through a lot of shit with her kids. She done been through two divorces. I kind of get where you might feel like, yo, I want to save you. You worry about a lot. You scared of a lot. I want to be able to like make you right, alleviate right. your fear. I get that. But that ain't the way Dre angled that. That nigga said, um, my friends always told me that I have a savior complex. And you know what? They right. I realized that I love me a broken woman. Nigga, what? Bitch, you broken. Fam, if a dude said that to a woman, dog, this whole show would be shut down. I love me a broken woman. Like, nigga, that's not flattering. That's not charming. Like, I didn't get what... Uh, why are y'all not home with your kids? That's all I want to know, bro. Like, your, your fucking daughter's having panic attacks in the middle of the street, walk to the store. She got pregnant by her fucking abductor. Like, it's more shit going on. Why are y'all out here talking about this bullshit? But, um... Jada, or I'm sorry, not Jada, or yeah, Jada and Emmett, they out there putting up the lights and shit, right? So when J- when Emmett and Dom got into their little back and forth, Jada heard the end of it. So when he out there helping his mama put lights up in the back, she like, yo, did you fuck her? I don't like the way they talk to each other. Like that that whole- uh, Don't ask me when if When did I'm this happen somebody. though? Because I don't remember this, how they talking to each other throughout I, the I don't, I don't- 
Did you fuck her? And this season, it's been very like, that's not your son. It's been too casual for At me. At first, she was the real n- timid. Yeah. You you dating your son mm-hmm. type shit. And I was like. Yeah. It, I didn't I didn't like that. But she asked her, yo, did you fuck Dom? Because she was like, what was y'all arguing about earlier? He was like, oh, just the name and shit. Like, whatever. It wasn't nothing. She was like, mm-hmm. Did you fuck her? Because I walked in on y'all arguing, and earlier she said, let me know if you need some inspiration. So I'm just trying to put two and two together. The nigga was like, nah, I ain't, nah. Clearly, he obviously fucked her. So she was like, look, nigga, you ain't got to apologize to me. I ain't your girlfriend. I ain't the one you lying to. I ain't the one you cheated on. But Tiffany ain't a dummy, so you better figure your shit out, nigga, quick. Because right now you're looking guilty as fuck. Like, what's Jada's purpose this season, dog? I feel like they're not using her at all. What happened all. to your boyfriend? Where Where is Tomas? Did he never come back after Why the kids was cook? in the dirty I mean, house? Helping clean up the building. Yeah, right like that's some boyfriend shit. Where is Tomas, dog? I, I, I didn't like it. Um, do, 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 do. Ronnie go to the park with Tracy. They take Miss Ethel Ashes. They reminiscing. They blissing and reminiscing over, over you, my God. He dumped the ashes out. He has a little word with Miss Ethel. Ain't nobody ever loved me like you. Miss Ethel yelled down from heaven like, Motherfucker, I don't love you. Nigga, you a bum. (laughs) That wasn't the girl I was talking about. (laughs) What if Miss Ethel yelled down, Help the bear. Oh, shit. Um, So then when they done in the park, the nigga Ronnie goes back up to Tracy and Tracy hits him with like, oh, you know, let's just keep fucking walking. I love it. Like we can we can go see the granddaughter tomorrow and be happy and be one happy family. Ask to join this week in culture. Who is it? No, I don't know, Jack Martin. Decline him. Yeah, Decline him. Don't I don't know. Him. No. And it ain't a race thing. Like I, I don't know you, boy. You look eleven. I'm never accepting that again. What country is it? No, I'm straight. Oh, he had another country. No, decline that nigga. He gonna be a whole uh bug, nigga. We good. So Ronnie telling Tracy, um, they they walking back from the park. They reminiscing, right? She like, oh, you remember that Thanksgiving with Jason where he burned down the turkey? I was uncomfortable this whole time. I didn't like. I didn't like it because I'm looking at Tracy like a vulture right now. I'm like, are they about to kiss? Like that's what I kept thinking. Like yeah. if they kiss, I'm yeah. out of here. I didn't. I just didn't like knowing that Ronnie gives in to her every time she asks him for anything. Literally, hey, go murder a kid. Okay, I didn't like it, and I knew something was coming. So we already got the hey, do you want to go drive me out of town? Yeah, in this car you fixed up. Yeah, like huh? It shit like that, man. She always went when she come around Ronnie. She got a favor behind it or something she wants. So when they walk in, she got a text back from uh, Jason's baby mom. Like, yo, y'all can come over tomorrow after I get off work. So she asked Ronnie, does that work for you? And Ronnie goes, ah, make it work. No, you should have left. Fam, you were leaving tomorrow. You supposed to be in Atlanta. My nigga, Kane. Now you. Come on, Kane. Stay up, Ronnie Kane. Like, this is, but this is what happens, right? When you have a plan and you was doing something for your good and then this person Cause it was funny, like what she say that nigga Chicago won't be the same without you, and I'm like, fam, Chicago will literally be exactly what it is without Ronnie. Chicago won't be the I, same. Let me tell you, one nigga who could leave Chicago and Chicago won't be different, nigga. 
it'll be fucking Ronnie, nigga. One less nigga on the corner with a fucking beer bottle sticking out his fucking back pocket. It'll be one less lonely nigga. <laughs> Jason Bieber, Justin Bieber voice, nigga. Like, come on, dog. So I didn't like the energy between them, but I thought he was going to go in and she was going to invite him in, but she didn't. She was like, I see you tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are they about to kiss? Yeah, it got weird at the at the gate, but whatever. I thought she like, you about to give him some trim for <laughs> to-go? She about to give him a to-go box? Hey. <laughs> so then that's when we flashed to Keisha in the bathroom peeing on a stick. She bought a pregnancy test, not tampons. She pulls it out, looks at it. She pregnant. You just knew it in that moment. That's crazy. She pregnant. It's crazy as fucked up. So Kevin out there on the couch in the living room, Dre and Nina walk in. They laughing and joking it up. Ha 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 ha. Life is great. Oh, all right. Look at our little fucked up children. And then they walk in and they like, where's your sister? Kevin like, she in the bathroom. Nigga, I'm about to go. I'm finna link with Emmett. Help him clean up the restaurant. They like... I'm tired of you. T- what time you coming home? And he like, before not. Like, I know my curfew. Like, you and gave shit, me fam. a curfew. Like, I'll be home, dog. But I just don't like that y'all out hanging and dating. But you want me and Keisha to sit in here. Again, the therapist said, give her space. Meaning, don't smother her. But that don't mean just lock them in the crib while y'all go live y'all lives. Like, that's just whack. And it's kind of corny. But... I thought it was kind of ironic how they came in all hype from they date and we just had these little beautiful, weird moments out on the beach. And then Keisha came out the bathroom stunned holding a pregnancy test. Tough. And Nina looked at that shit and just, you knew, you seen it in her face. Like, oh my God, really? And then Keisha crying. She like, yo, how soon can we get this taken care of? And Dre was like, I'll call Jada right away. And she like, I don't want anybody to know. And she like, we can keep it low key, but like, that's not how they work. Yeah, that ain't, yeah, they don't tell nobody this shit. It's anonymous. So then, um, two, two, two. We talked about the safe. Jake brought out the files. Oh, Kevin went up to the restaurant. He helping Emmett set up the little iPad situation for the register. And then, um, Kevin told him he was trying too hard. That's what I took from this scene. So when he told him he was trying too hard, I thought about how Emmett had been behaving. With Dom and with Tiffany. You kind of, you being obvious, you doing too much. And all the names he kept coming up with that he was pitching to Kevin and Tiffany earlier, you trying too hard. Nigga, you mm-hmm. overthinking the situation. And then we flashed to a scene where I guess Emmett and them cleaned up. They was done. He back home. Tiffany and the son is on the floor asleep and Emmett staring at them. And in an effort to try too hard, the nigga got up, left the crib, and went to the pawn shop in the middle of the night to go get a ring. Bro, let me tell you what the answer to cheating is not. Getting fucking engaged, dog. One, that's not flattering to your girl when she finds out you cheated on her. Though, uh, I'm not mad that he asked her to marry him. No, no, no. That would have been appropriate regardless, but he's doing it in response to feeling bad. Do he feel bad. When, when Emmett and his mom was having a conversation, he was like, yo... Uh, after I fucked her, uh, basically now I know. I realize. Yeah, oh yeah, because what he say? I'm cured now. Yeah, you um, think that's a thing? I think. It you think can, that can be a thing? I think it can right. be a thing. I don't think it's a thing with Emmett. Yeah, Emmett's not cured. He feels bad. It's a difference. Realizing that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a that's a turning point. It can he, be. It can be. Him, but he look, never felt bad. Look, look the convo he was having with Dom though. Like when he was asking like. Are you still thinking about it? Do you still like it's also like, all right, nigga, you got one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. 
And that's where I'm like, eh. I'm giving up my family for nobody. Yeah, and she was like, I okay. didn't ask you to, nigga. Like, she really was giving that nigga I don't care vibes. And he was like kind of fucked up that she didn't care. And it's like, well, Emmett, why do you care? Do you like her? Because you remember last week when Keisha asked him, do you love her? And that nigga hesitated and was like, I mean, I don't know. We just got this vibe between us. And I'm like, nigga, fam, if anybody asks you if you, you love her. vibe. <laughs> vibe. Vibe. Girl, you know I can't. Oh, wait, is that R. Kelly? Yeah, I think so. Oh, damn, nasty vibes. <laughs> we got a nasty vibe. <laughs> God damn it, R. Oh, shit. Help the R. <laughs> Help the shot. <laughs> For real. That Help city gonna shot. need it. Oh, fuck. What if they would have made that nigga named Robert? <laughs> the, the, the captor <laughs> the nigga name was Robert dog oh well, shit the last name was Kelly. Kelly oh fuck and his initials was R. Kelly like but um if Lena was a G she'd have went there yeah. Richard right. Kelly so <laughs> Richard Lawson <laughs> <laughs> hey this is gonna be Emmett <laughs> my <d> <laughs> My, My divorce. divorce. <laughs> it's gonna be Tiffany. Right. <laughs> so before um before the the restaurant opens, it's in the last few hours before they had a ribbon cutting and shit. Emmett finally realizes, oh shit, I got a name, right? So he calls Tiffany. Oh, oh real quick. Some, some shady shit right here. Tiffany and Dom. Tiffany bringing in some boxes to the kitchen. Dom back there prepping food. Cause it's opening day. I gotta get shit prepped. And then Tiff like, you can sit them boxes over here, sis. Or Dom said that, pardon me, to Tiff. And I'm like, sis. So now I'm like, mm, maybe you know, Dom's being a little petty. And she all like, uh, I know he get on your nerves. And yeah. All this shit. And, and it was just weird. I come on. Like that's that's not what's up. Because Dom, all right, you've so been like, flexing this whole I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. You two chains. You kind of acting like C-Murder said 2 chains be acting like, like a hoe. Like. Because this is hoe ass shit. You shouldn't cheat in mm, general, mm, right? 1,000%. You definitely shouldn't cheat with somebody that's going to be like around, around your Around your lady. Because you don't never want to, like, yeah. don't have my lady out there looking like that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody know what the time it is except her. Like, that's not Yeah, right, no, that's man. stupid. It's, it's terrible. And it's. In this situation. It's nasty. You're literally volunteering your lady to help. The lady you cheated with. Like, it's all types of nasty, right? And like, that, it ain't like... Shit. The, the bitch I'm cheating with, nigga, you technically working for her now. Like, you carrying boxes of her equipment in and shit. Like, it's just nasty vibes. And again, it's like... On, my, on the, on the Jay-Z shit, like, I never want somebody else to know something that you don't know yeah 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 yeah. the bar was. Like, it, yeah. It, it was just nasty. And I didn't like Dom... Leaning into this shit, calling her sis and being all like, huh? It was just weird, dog. But then before they convo could get deeper, Emmett screams, yo, Tiff, Dom, come out front. I want to show y'all something. So we got a name. I thought he about to be like, yo, <laughs> come marry me. <laughs> Don't call Dom to ask Tiff to marry you. That would have been nasty. But he called him out front. He got a little cardboard sign up on the window. He like, I figured out the name. Smokey's Barbecue. 
And they like, Smokey's? Who the fuck is Smokey? From, From Friday. Friday. And Dom like, oh, yeah, girl. Like, one of them names he gave, like the first ones. Yeah. The first one When he was, was talking good. to Tiffany. But, yeah, before he got to suck my bone. Yeah. Then was, it was, it got wild. It got wild. It was something like something smoke. It was Holy Smokes. I'm like, that's a, that's a wasn't good bad. Name. It wasn't bad. It was better than Smokey's Barbecue. And Smokey's Barbecue ain't bad, but, yeah, but Holy Smokes. But like Smokey Barbecue yeah. because it's. Smoke food. food, yeah. Items. I like holy that. smokes. But he got Smokey's barbecue, and then when Dom go back in, that nigga like, or no, no. When they thought it was from Friday, he was like, I wouldn't name my shit after Friday. This Smokey Robinson, huh? The first debarge. Oh, the light skinned nigga with the good hair. I have no idea what the scene was about, bro. It was completely Horrible random. Jokes. Dog. This was random as fuck. You know, writer's bro. room trying to throw out some jokes. It was terrible. Like, dog. The nigga look like a uh, Ti baby mama. Uh, <laughs> Tiny's barbecue. Yeah, Tiny's barbecue. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, we're done. Um. So then we flash to Ronnie and Tracy at uh, Shantae crib. So they over there. They playing with the granddaughter. Ronnie like she's so smart. She playing with her little puzzle games and all that. She's the so baby smart. Play with an age appropriate game. And she moved baby. one piece. And she was like. Man, I'm trying to get her in advance. Well, look, so Ronnie <laughs> threw it out there. Oh, she's so smart. And Shantae had it locked and loaded. I'm trying to put her in advanced school. I want to get her into a um gift school for the gifted. She an X-Men nigga. Oh, this child knows the shapes. Yeah. I guess they get She an X-Men. She fucking uh, Jean Grey now, nigga. Yo, get the fuck out of here. So then Tracy throws out. A gifted school, that's going to cost a lot of money. It felt so scripted, dog. Not scripted in the sense that the script was written poorly, but like they were setting Ronnie up. If only we knew somebody with some money who can... You should should take out a loan. And she was like... A loan? A loan. And then Tracy was like, yeah, you don't want to be in debt the rest of your life, fam. A loan for a fucking preschooler to go to a gifted school probably won't put you in lifelong debt. Hey, fam, I'm not paying for no gifted preschool. Never. It's a waste of fucking money. Never. This kid could be dumb as a, a box of rocks I'm, at four. I'm gonna be hundred percent at four p.m. I'm, I mean, at fourth grade, like I don't know. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I don't even know if I went to preschool. Like I don't remember that time. Like I, I don't believe that's the most necessary yeah, I thing. School in first grade. <laughs> like I don't fucking. It's where my memories start, nigga. So Ronnie, being the nigga he is, who just wants some love randomly had the check locked and loaded, I guess because he was leaving that day. Maybe he would have had it on him. But I'm like, you can't hand her a check that's written to you. Man, why would you give him all your money? You just and got I was this like, money to get... So look, here's what I thought. Tiffany or Tracy, I keep mixing that name up. Tracy gave him money from the group. Dude, I gave him five grand. Maybe he gave her Tracy's group money and not Dude's five grand. I don't know which... Because he only handed her one thing. So I'm like... He kept the other one, clearly, but either way, why are you giving away your money? You've never had a relationship with this girl, and the minute you had her daughter for an hour too long, she dogged you, you nigga. the police, nigga. Fam, like, you literally was finna go to jail for kidnapping, because it ain't your granddaughter. So, he gave her the money, he like, oh, it's nothing. Now you want to take my money. Huh. Huh. Now you need me up. Nigga, I'm homeless. I'm Damn. a bum. I literally On live under street. a bridge. I eat food out the garbage. I eat meals from Sunny out the back. Damn. Same place he eat at. He got... Mm, same trash can, nigga. Damn. Same man. alley you get meals at, you get killed at, nigga. Damn. Oh, that's a bar. So, 
And they fucking, y'all know the vibes. <laughs> I didn't like this shit, but then when they leave out, Tracy seemed like joyous. Like, who finally got some money for the gift of school. Huh, you want to go to Emmett's little, and it was just like, huh? So when she asked him, you want to go to Emmett's, get some food, you hungry? Ronnie was like, he thought, he hesitated like, uh, I mean, I guess I could eat, but you know I'm supposed to be leaving right now. Stick to your plan, Stick Ronnie. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Dog. You know you supposed to eat in the alley. Fam. You going through the front, though. And you know your mans and them in Springfield cooked for you already. Nigga, they love you. Y'all relationship is weird and they got dinner ready. Go to fucking Springfield, bro. Like, get. I wondered how he was getting there. I was like, maybe he was catching a bus. I don't know. He but gonna, I'm like. He going to fix the car. <laughs> Clearly. What happened to that car? Like, huh. But anyway, so we back to the grand opening, man. Emmett, get this long speech. Smokies, hey, it's great. We about to cut the ribbon. But before I do that, let me ask my woman inappropriately to marry me in reaction to me cheating on her. Well, no. So outside of the cheating shit. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time to propose the, the grand opening of your brand new store. I wouldn't have been do, mad at it. That you couldn't do without her and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's I wouldn't have been mad at it. And he tried to tie in the Smokey's name. And now Smokey can, Robinson had his miracles. You're mine. I was like, okay, drop a game on her, nigga. Yeah, facts. And now she can wash her drug money through the, uh, yeah. through the store. You feel Woo. me? Smokey. Power. Power. It's really Smokey's barbecue because that smoke smoke. When he said, holy smokes. Kevin said, nah, that sounds like a place you fucking buy drugs I mean, at, nigga. She sell, uh, she's a drug she dealer. She literally sells weed. Like, holy smokes. That's actually a great name for a dispensary. Um, but he proposed. Tiffany kind of weirdly hesitated for a minute. My Dion Cole. Put uh, that out. <laughs> so Tiffany hesitated for a second. I don't know why it was kind of weird. But then she seemed, like, overjoyed. Like, yo, this nigga asked me to marry him. I love it. Like, she said, yes, it was beautiful. And Dom stood there being kind of standoffish i don't know ever since she made that sis comment everything she said after felt shady she gave him she gave him shady yeah it was a side eye dog so they get me or get engaged they go in there the grand opening's popping sunny's been closed for who knows how long so the streets was ready for some barbecue nigga brother's barbecue and they go in there everybody in that bitch darnell came g herbo came nigga random ass cameo why they hating though Mama and daddy is hate. Mama yeah, hating mama hard. Ha- mama hating hard off the proposal. Fam, I was so irritated. Why did y'all write this in the fucking script? Hmm. The proposal happened. Mm-hmm. Everyone walks inside of the building. She walks up to Tiffany and says, when do you guys plan on getting married? Bitch, I've been engaged for 14 and a half seconds. Yeah. And what? she was like, Ain't nothing wrong with a long engagement. Well, fam, it ain't been that long. But you should be trying to get them out the fucking house. Yeah. Like, it was just really fucking weird. I didn't like they interacted. Then the dad was hoeing around. Darnell ring. came in there Did she killing like, that ring. Yeah, you definitely wants to get it resized. Oh, I don't like it. It looked tight. And Darnell, like, Why looked like it came from a pawn shop. Damn, dad. Help me. Help the bear. <laughs> like, Shit. help the fucking bear, nigga. The ring. <laughs> that bitch gonna need it. But we also saw Lil Rel again, um, who I'm still like, is this legal? Can you legally kick Sonny out to bring in some niggas to take over his exact... Fam, Sonny's awning is still on the front of the building. Barely. <laughs> Barely, but it's there. I'm like, that little Smokey's barbecue sign is on the window. I would never put that shit in my... 
No, I would never. Fam. Uh, How the fuck you have an opening day and you just find out what the name of it is? What did you what did you what did you promote this whoop on social media? And did you peep when he told them I got a name, it was a cardboard, but when they opened, it was decal in the window. And I was like, who brought that? Like when did you day of? That just seemed weird. But again, all that shit, and it still said Sonny's on the big red awning above the building. But uh, Lil Rel was there. He was like, yo, give G Herbo and his man all the food they want for free because he got 4 million followers. This going to blow your shit up. Man. And I'm like, all right, that's business. You take an L, whatever, for some popularity. Said, uh, yo, you walked over here like you about to say something to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, any of them Chicago niggas yeah. think I'm saying something wrong, let me let them know right now. I wasn't. He was like, ops, ops. I, yeah. I was your selfie yeah. game, nigga. No, G Herbo, I'm, no, I wanted to take a picture with you. You're my favorite, nigga. That nigga said, I remember when you was Lil Herb, nigga. I was like, yeah, that's where you go right there, nigga. So then his dad came in the back, started flirting with fucking Dom. Heavy. It got inappropriate, nigga. This nigga grabbed his dick. Darnell was grabbing his dick, grabbing her arm. That like it was invading cl- personal space. Sam, she just trying to whip some fucking Darnell biscuit batter, nigga. <laughs> Shit, help nigga. the bear. And then help fucking Dom. <laughs> Dom sitting there just with it like, oh, I see where he get his looks from. That nigga say that ain't all he get from me. I'm like, do he know you fucked? I'm like, how you know what your son worked? Yeah, I don't. Work? Hey, man, I ain't a parent. So <laughs> I don't know if you know your son yeah. dick automatically, but I didn't like the the uh insinuation, nigga. But um then the nigga That's nasty. It's bro. disgusting, dog. I I didn't like a lot of this anything with Dom this episode made me very uncomfortable. I'm just throwing it out there. I didn't enjoy it. Um but Darnell was being a fucking creeper in the back trying to get some free food. And then Emmett went How oh How would you feel if Dom started fucking with Emmett Daddy? Like Emmett gotta eat that. <laughs> like I would, I would, I would kind of want that, but Emmett would probably Emmett hate feel weird because he'll be like, "Oh, you fuck with my daddy and not fuck with me." And granted, that is weird to fuck a dude and then fuck his dad. But Emmett, you can't say, fam. Dom can do whatever she want. When you got uh Tiff on your team, fam, fam relax. Let Dom live her fucking life. And if she want to fuck with your daddy, let her fuck with your Shout daddy. Shout out to him having all his kids there, though. And all his hey, there. did you peep the other two baby mama's face when that nigga got down on that one knee and proposed? I thought one of them was finna hate. Like but they, they went there eight, though. Oh, they for sure got their food, nigga. And then uh, Tracy and Ronnie walked in. They came in to come get their plate. Uh, Papa and Kevin came to get their plate. Oh, real quick. Something we forgot. Kevin was at the crib chilling, texting Gemma. Yeah. Gemma texted him back, stop hitting me up. My dad be looking at the text. And then Keisha popped in his room and said, come run with me. I hate running. I don't want to go. Fam, you just told her earlier you was never letting her go outside again alone. Go run with her. So she like, come run with me. He like, why you want me to come? She was like, nigga, I'm scared to run by myself. I'm going to keep it real. I'm, this is the first moment of vul- vulnerability I'm giving you. So they get up, they go running. He like, just don't leave me like you normally do. She did. Though I thought this was funny, that was really exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought Kevin, it was funny, though. The way like, he was running was wild. Like, come on. Like, it was like, actually, if you start running normally, you can catch up with her. <laughs> she's just jogging. Nigga, like, like, flailing. Yeah, and I'm like, my nigga, she's jogging right now. Like, you can catch her, bro. So the nigga's fucking catching up with her, but then she had another panic attack when she saw the bus. Saw a bus, she freaked out, froze in her fucking stance, and then she sat down on the curb. Kevin caught up with her, he hugged her. 
they had a little moment, and then I guess at some point he linked with Papa to go to the damn restaurant. They get to the restaurant. He told Papa, "Yo, Gemma, fucking dad is looking at the text. I can't get at her. Like, I don't know what to do." Nigga, Papa, like, I got a plan. Get at her through the gram, basically. Nigga, DM her instead of texting her. Nigga, or just post that bitch on your story. Any of that, like, this always works. <laughs> or so I don't know if you niggas are savvy enough. Um, do a shared note. Um, and as you type stuff in a note, it just appears and you get a notification when somebody added new notes. So there is a whole text exchange that you can do. Yeah. Uh, people, kids do that shit with, uh, shared word documents and shit yeah. like that. When people take their phone, it's ways to communicate. Yeah. And, um, Papa told him, look, Nick, I got an idea. Let's go do some shit. While they doing that. I just gave y'all some game too. If y'all got somebody that be checking your messages. <laughs> What if what if they dad just looking at their text? <laughs> that wouldn't happen. And you and, your, and you and you and you and all the all the time you and uh Word, <laughs> you and Excel adding notes to spreadsheets, adding new pages. Like they don't know what the fuck is going Our on. Our listeners don't know they dad. <laughs> <laughs> they like really dads be looking at the- Yo, Holy guess what, shit. though? <laughs> <laughs> that was Anthony. <laughs> oh, shit. That was Drew. The whole guy. <laughs> hey, man. For once, that was hey, not man. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the villain of this show no more, <laughs> Oh, at the end, I came through like the shy on episode nine. <laughs> Finally hit a good one. <laughs> oh, shit. So um, Ronnie and Tracy get down to the restaurant, and as soon as they walk in, this old man, Ronnie, hey, man, hey, Mr. Johnson, whatever the fuck Ronnie's last name is. Hey, Mr. Johnson, how you doing? Congrats, young man, on saving that girl. And it was like, okay, they really ODing on giving this nigga props. And I get what he did. I understand the gravity of it, but everything was too nice. It's, it's, feel, Ronnie has never had it as good as we're getting it. I'm talking about the, everything was everything. too nice. Everything, yeah, yeah. When this last pan shot, uh, Emmett walking around like, yo, no, nigga, mix the mac and cheese. He like, with put the, the mac with the yam. He said, you need some more greens. Everybody living good. He's doing this shit. You see Kevin and um, Papa over there. He got forks on yeah. the table saying, I'm sorry. I miss you miss or whatever. You. Yeah. They living too good. Uh, Tiffany or Tracy and Ronnie. God damn, fuck hard Tiffany one more time. Tracy and Ronnie sitting down, smiling, eating food. Ha-ha. Tiffany and over there with the mom. Everything yep. happening. And it felt too good. I'm like, no. Like, why this shit so fairy tale? It felt like that moment. This felt like the visual of the moment a few episodes ago when... Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September played, and Ronnie was dancing in the street. This was everybody hearing September. And even in the moment, they were playing um, house music. Yeah. Chicago, they got in a Chicago is back for this moment. And I'm like, yo, Emmy Good, uh, Tiffany over there with his mom and dad, and she hype about being engaged. She even defending the, the small ring. She loved a ring. She loved everything. And I'm like, this is a lot of happy. For a show that ain't based around I'm happiness. I'm like, damn, usually it'd be another, the shoe about to drop. And then as yeah. soon as I said that shit. So we see, let's let's talk about it. Ronnie and Tracy are walking out. They finish eating. They go to throw their uh, little tray out or whatever. And they looking happy. I'm like, damn, Ronnie, are you still going to Springfield, nigga? Because if y'all went when old girl got off work, you can imagine that's late afternoon, maybe. Then y'all went to the restaurant and ate. Nigga, it's about to be nighttime in a minute. Let me check the distance of Springfield. (laughs) Springfield to Chicago, nigga. Is Springfield, Illinois? Yup. That's where the Simpsons from. 
Uh, Simpsons may be from Springfield, uh, Tennessee. Them niggas from Illinois. Cause it was it was something that they had, and it was like it was like Kentucky. It was something that I was like, yo, I think it's it's Tennessee. Mm. Um, Springfield is okay. It, it ain't far. Not the way they be talking. All right, folks. Well, three hours and two minutes. Yeah, that ain't far. They be talking like Springfield in fucking Wisconsin, man. But Ronnie and Tracy are walking out. They just dumped a tray of food. They look like they might be headed back to her crib because this was a date. Y'all went and saw your granddaughter, went and got food. Like, this is a date. And y'all got the discount on the food because Emmett was showing love because he found Keisha. Life is good, but when you see them creep out that back alley where Ronnie found a chicken in the trash and ate it, you see a figure with a hoodie. I didn't even notice it at first. My girl noticed it. I didn't notice it. She noticed it at first. You see a figure with a hoodie on and his head kind of low. And then as they begin walking, you see the hoodie appear again. And before you see anything else, nigga, all you heard was two bullets ring out, nigga. Pow, pow. One through the head, one through the back. And Ronnie laid the fuck out, dog. When this shit happened, yeah, I was cleaning up this morning when I was watching it. Yeah, or last night, whatever it was, I was cleaning up. This didn't hit me like it would know, like it was supposed to, though. Yeah, you know how like you be connected to a character, you be like, they, damn, like yo, like I was like, I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Uh, I was, it was like one of the, I wasn't like mad, but I was like, yeah, like I get it because everything was happy. Like this seems so yeah. like. So y'all think y'all accomplished something with with the Ronnie story arc? So, no, they didn't. But I'm going to tell you why this hit me. Because, nigga, finally, I've been saying this nigga was supposed to be dead for two seasons, bro. So I'm very fucking happy that they let this nigga have. Fam, this nigga got out of prison on a technicality off a confession because he was drunk and Cruz got fucking overzealous and didn't take the confession when the nigga sobered up. Got out of jail, nigga. So you left county on a technicality. Never even went to trial. Fucking came back. You didn't have a hero's welcome. You didn't dealt with shit. But nigga, they, you were allowed to live in Chicago. Nobody fucked with you. Brandon ain't killed. Brandon forgave you. Said, nigga, I ain't even fucking mad. Dog. Shot like, by a kid, but I mean, you got shot in the stomach and almost died in a mosque. But hey, who doesn't? Nigga? Who ain't never been through that? I got through. That's a regular Saturday night. Somehow fixed the air conditioning. Yeah, and last blackout. Hey, nigga. Cause why not, nigga? I'm Ronnie. I fix shit. Um, you you made up with your dad, went to fucking Arkansas randomly, and your dad helped you fix your car you had already fixed. Fuck it. He had had so many different opportunities that I was just like, finally, we addressed the fact that hey, when I want revenge in the streets, ain't no time limit on it. Ain't no time limit on it. And I felt he was like, nigga, that's for Coogie. That's for Coogie. Like, that's what old boy yelled after he shot him. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. You killed yeah. a fucking kid. Yeah. Nigga, you should you, you don't get to kill a kid Mm-mm. over some pussy. Damn. Like you don't you don't get to fucking kill a kid yeah. because a girl you like who won't give you no fucking time told yeah. you to. Man. No, nigga, you deserve what happened to you. Nigga. And as as so my feelings in this moment was, damn, they finally did it. And that's where I felt this episode was good because nigga, I thought y'all were never going to address. What this nigga did and address it in a real way. I wish I could have felt for Ronnie's 
character and story arc because him getting killed would have had a different impact on me. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care. I got yeah. kicked. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't losing the character. Yeah, you doesn't care, hurt. But yeah, like, yeah, it ain't like Kane mm-mm, mm-mm. packing up to go to Atlanta and get it. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. It ain't yeah. like Ricky about to go to 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 school and he get yeah. it. Like it's the. I mean, we've seen this story a million yeah. times, but like I didn't feel it with this one. Dog came out the shadows, but then it started having me thinking. Where did this nigga come from? Like, all right, he said that's for Coogie. You can imagine he Coogie friend, but I'm like, was he following them all day? Was he waiting on a moment? Who like, go, who who going who going revenge? Ronnie death. Brandon's death. We don't even know why Brandon died. Who, who killed Brandon? Nigga. How did he die? Like something, because I'm like, fam, if y'all was going to avenge Reggie's death. If y'all was going, and nobody's avenging Reggie's death, apparently, Trig and Jake are on the case. Um, But I was like, dog, if y'all was going to end up killing Ronnie anyway, I would have loved, this is what I would have loved. This is me personally, this aunt talking to you, Lena. If Brandon and their mom did it, I would have loved if she just randomly appeared. Because she clearly at the funeral when Brandon died, she was fucked up. She's tormented. Both her sons have been killed in these streets. I would have loved if her or her husband had just walked up on Ronnie and said, nigga, you ain't finna be out here or fucking. Or if a young dog would have went around the corner and, and hopped uh, in a car and hopped in a car with Cookie, I'm gonna like, with uh, Brand- Cookie's yeah. mom. Yeah. Or gave him some money. Something. Because I would have loved for Ooh. that family or, or, to have been You involved. know what would have been more realistic? Jerrica. No. <laughs> uh, if young dog would have went around the corner and um, their mom's boyfriend was there. Yeah. I'd have been like, okay, yeah. he took care of that shit for Cause nigga, here's the thing, dog. What we saw in that first episode, the only one that the mom was in, she's never getting over her sons dying, dog. Losing two sons within a year of each other to gun violence, nigga. She's never getting over that. Brandon, we, the audience, don't know what happened. We just know he got killed. But Coogie, we know what happened. We know his killer, and we know his killer's free. His killer came to the funeral. You, that's wild. They had reason <laughs> to get at Ronnie. If yeah. they wanted to get that right. So I would have loved if they connected that. You murdered my younger son yeah. and then showed up to my my older, older son's, son's funeral. funeral. Yeah. You don't think I'm still thinking? Come on, man. Yeah. You and should- that's, I would have loved if they, and granted, sure, maybe that, I don't know, maybe in the writer's room they was like having one of Brandon people be involved felt obvious. But that's where, to your point, have young dog get in the car with her boyfriend like, yo, thank you for doing that for us. Like. She going to be happy when she find out on the new something nigga like she clearly needs that and and she didn't get it. And I am I just feel like whoever this young dog was to be as angry as he was. Well, notice, nigga, like you was mad in the church for what, nigga? Who was you to Coogie? Even if you was Coogie best friend, we've never seen you a day in our lives. nigga. Right. So it's just that part for me felt a little anticlimactic. But again, I can appreciate that they got at Ronnie now. Moving forward, we got one episode left. No idea what's about to happen. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to tell you the only thing that has to happen. And it's not one specific thing, but I know they have to address it. We got to tie up this fucking Lena or Camille, Duda, Trig. This whole storyline with Duda, Trig, and and the mayoral campaign, we got to tie that up. And we got one episode to do it. And, nigga, I saw on the... um, no, I didn't see on the preview because we ain't seen the preview. Where's Jasmine? Like, where the fuck she been at? Is she just gone, nigga? Like, 
Trig, you had your girl with you, and then all of a sudden she gone. Like, it's certain shit that I'm just like, y'all got to tie it up. But with one hour left, I don't know if they're going to tie it up. Can't. Um, Do you think they address Dom and Emmett? Like, does Tiffany find out next week? Yes, she definitely going to find out. It's going to leave us on a cliffhanger. Um, Or this could be the series finale. It could be. We still honest. don't know about season four because ain't nothing been announced, nigga. We don't know what's going on. Um, But they got to tie up the fucking dude I trig and that whole piece. Does Trig or Dude I die next week? One of them. I think Dude I dies next week. Could be Trig. It could be. Um, but me knowing how excited Lena was to bring on this Jasmine, I feel like Jasmine is gonna be back next week. And I don't see her killing Trig off because then Jasmine wouldn't have a purpose on the show. And I feel like she wants to keep Jasmine and Dre and like the newer characters she brought in on the show. She wants some representation shit. So I feel uh, like she wants them. Jasmine is not needed in this in this fucking series. What's funny is when this start, first four episodes, Jasmine had been on here damn near more than Trig, it felt like. And now it's like, all right, she's been gone for literally five straight episodes. So, so what's next season about? And so with Ronnie dying, that was actually my other question for you, dog. Ronnie did. We know Keisha and Kevin are fucked up based on the shit they've been through, but other than them two, all the, fam, I don't need a whole season about Emmett being a shitty boyfriend. It need to be about the shy, right? We got to introduce new storylines. And what I mean by that is we don't necessarily, so where I feel like Lena maybe rushed this, because clearly this season was a, um, they had to call an audible. I get it. After the Jason Mitchell shit, you didn't really know where to go, so you kind of start swinging for the fence. I get it. Cool. But I think her answer this season was to introduce a bunch of new characters. We got Jasmine. We got Dre out of nowhere. We got characters who literally... And we got characters like Nina, who she like... We never seen Nina this much ever, and now all of a sudden, she in every episode. Like One of the, one of the things I liked about um, the shy season one and season two, because clearly I'm not from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had two girlfriends from Chicago, by the way. Okay. Um, so I've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah. But um, like it was a it was about the people, but it was also about Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. So at first it's like, yo, murders happen in Chicago all the time, and this is a family going through a murder. It also was a family going through. You talk about it was some little, it was some politics shit that yeah, was yeah. in there. It was some. Um, um, some classism shit in there. Mm-hmm. Somebody trying to to make it off the streets and go legit. It was yo, my family is up. Like it was a whole bunch of shit yeah. that you would see. Some just some regular Chicago shit, yeah. and still about the stories this season. I'm like, okay, cool. They gonna go through the sex trafficking route because yeah. that's a big thing everywhere. I don't know how big, especially it is. in the Midwest, though. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, that's what we about to focus on, but yeah. we never actually got to that part. Fam, we literally them niggas went into a house, found women legit being trafficked upstairs. Never mentioned it, and again. never brought it up again. No, no police, no, like nothing. nothing. So, to your point, they focus more on Weezy. How's you calling? You know we recording, nigga. Nigga. Um, they focus more on characters than stories. Yeah. I feel like next season they have to focus more on the story. If they don't do that, it's not going to work because right now the characters. There aren't enough. The only person whose story still connected, even though they weren't handling him correctly, was Ronnie. His story was still connected to what the shy started out as. Yeah. 
But now that Ronnie's dead, for all Ronnie better be dead. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> if that nigga come back from a shot to the back of the head and the chest, that nigga went through his fucking forehead, dog. Yeah. It, it's 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 over. So once Ronnie's dead, I didn't realize he got shot in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two, and and the only reason I realized it when I was rewinding that scene, it was rewinding on the the little normal speed. So I saw the bullet that went through his chest go back through. And I gotcha. was like, oh, shit. So he got shot in the back, got shot in the back of the head. Um, but now with Ronnie dead, you got to invent new stories. Because now the Coogie storyline is officially tied up. Nobody from his family and his killer are no longer here, nigga. Now I need stories. Tell me more Chicago stories. Right. So season four, if it happens, I want more Chicago stories. Um, wrap up this whole thing with Duda and Trig. If Duda is here's the thing, Otis Perry can still be a villain. Like you don't have to kill him off, right? But if you kill him off, that'll lead to more. Okay, well, what's the story gonna be now? Because y'all are killing killing off a lot of characters now. Like for three seasons, they've killed off a lot of motherfuckers who were like central to the stories that they were telling. So. I'm like, all right, no Miss Ethel, no Brandon, no Coogie, no Ronnie, no uh, Brandon Mama, um, no detectives. If only, if only Jason Mitchell didn't fuck up. Oh, what this show could be. Because, like, he was about to get extorted. Yeah. To use the truck. Yep. I would have liked to see them put Emmett in the truck and they be extorting Emmett. Yeah. Emic not a street nigga, but he's gonna do his maneuver. You know what I'm saying? That that's some shit I can see happening in the shy. Yeah, a nigga yeah. who not in the street get influenced by some street niggas Fam, and not force you I'm to do. Still wondering why the pivot, and they acknowledged it in the first episode that he was trying to keep Jason's or Brandon's dream alive. How the fuck was the pivot not? Hey, Sonny, I love you. I appreciate everything you did for me, but I'm about to start this food truck. And then if you want to include Dom and, and bring Lala in there, have her come cook on the food because Emmett was never the cook. Yeah. He followed uh, Brandon's instructions. So have her come cook on the truck. Uh, now, Emmett, you playing with fire because your whole entire restaurant is dependent upon Dom. Dom can't take a day off work. Dom nope. has to be there. Nope. Um, you got to go hire some staff so maybe that yeah. Dom can like teach them how to do certain things. Yeah. But like, yo, this is a cooking ain't like. Yeah. She not she don't cook using industrial machines. Yeah, yeah. She cooks out of an oven inside of her home. Yep. So like when you create a recipe for a, a cake, pie, or whatever you is, dog, this commercial oven is different. Yeah. It heats different. Um, your proportions are different. Like I, you just gotta change. You gotta switch some shit up. And I don't, you know, maybe do yeah. you know how to do that shit? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure where they go with this. Again, even with the down, outside of her fucking Emmett, she don't even need to be back next year. Like, honestly, they can address I'm sure they're gonna address it on the finale next week, but they can address that Emmett cheated and we don't have to see Dom again. Like, I feel like him cheating. You think Tiff like if when she find out, bitch, you get another cook. So I, and that so I feel like that's what's gonna fuck the restaurant up. Him cheating is going to come out. Tiffany's going to say, okay, if you want us to stay together, fire the bitch. And if you got to fire the bitch, does the restaurant still work? I don't know, nigga. If the restaurant don't work, 
Or if y'all start serving some different shit, all of a sudden you went from fucking Smokey's barbecue pizza. to Smokey's pizza, and nigga, that don't hit the same. It don't ring the same. So maybe that happens. But I feel like everybody who was new this season didn't really make the mark that Lena wanted them to make. Like Jazz again, Jasmine been gone five episodes in a row. Fam, I'm not any tied to her. Cause I I'll keep it real. I'd preferred her more than Trig. Nigga, I thought she was more aggressive, more direct with but she been gone, nigga. So now it's like, all right, we ain't learned shit about Jasmine this season. Right. And she probably going to pop up in episode 10 like she ain't been nowhere, which is frustrating because I know it's going to happen. And then um, with Dre, I'm not convinced that her and Nina's marriage, it's been very fucking weird all season from the rip. It's so much shit that started off one way that ended up like, I don't know what to think about. What's Dre's character? What's your purpose? Yeah. Like, Fam, you, we just found out. So next year when there's no missing kid, what is what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. This can wrap up next season. I mean, next episode. It could if they do it right. Because that's the thing, too. Obviously, I don't think they planned on not getting a season four. But it seemed like it had been announced already. Yeah. I I would think, but I'm also like, you kind of got to give everything the COVID benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe niggas is just fucking pausing on, because you don't know, nigga. Like, all right, what, what's coming out in 2021? <laughs> nigga, I have no clue. So I don't know, but I, I feel like with one episode left, they have a ton to tie up that they won't get to in the level of detail that this season has built it up to. Are we 100% sure there's a sex scene with the candy? Because I know it was, was the, the rumor. rumor. It was the rumor, but I'm also looking at it like, all right. Camille, Lena's character, just got some information on Duda that Candy essentially offered up by giving Jake the code. So maybe when Camille gets that shit. And how the fuck does Duda, I mean, does Jake know what's in there? What's and in what's, there, yeah. And that that was there. Yeah. And it, explain this fucking master plan that you had without the fucking combination. Yeah. I don't understand it. And um, why you ain't in school? Nigga. Are you riding around with Trig or damn Reggie truck? I don't get it. But all that to be said, like no, no. Why wasn't they in? He in school? Like you in a you in a private school? Green coat. Was this the weekend? I don't know. If it was, this been a long weekend, nigga. Why the fuck wasn't? It gotta be the weekend. Cause why the fuck Kevin wasn't at school? Yeah, yeah. Kevin ain't in school. No, um, can't be the weekend because it was just Sunday. Yeah. And that was the next day. It was Monday. Why? Why ain't y'all at school? When would Keisha go back to school? Like, do you send your kid back to school after they've been abducted? I don't even know how that works. I mean, once I've been accepted to college, do my twelfth grade really matter? Well, she ain't getting a scholarship, so mm. Mm. man, I should fix that shit. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, All that to say, the episode was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I appreciate Ronnie finally getting killed. Um, for y'all niggas that's been posting spoilers and shit, stop doing that shit. Like, that's just weird, dog. We literally come up here and talk three hours about this shit every week, and we don't spoil nothing. Like, we still have the courtesy to wait to drop all our shit after the episode airs, nigga. Stop being ho-ass, nigga. And stop being weirdos. Like, y'all know, if y'all want to talk about it, hit me and Jay up. Y'all know we watch this shit early, nigga. But quit posting shit on the internet like... I seen somebody on Facebook literally post, I can't believe they killed Ronnie, hashtag the shy. And I was like, why would you do that? My fam, that was also like 10 a.m. this morning. Like, my nigga, relax. Relax a little bit. But like, no one from Showtime sent you the episode early. 
fam, like we all have the midnight access. Like, I guess back in the day, it was like, yo, I got it, and y'all yeah. know. Fam, this is normal. We all have it. Calm it down. Wait till the episode airs, and then maybe go out there and talk to niggas. Or go on Twitter, follow the hashtag, and see the niggas who have already seen the episode, because they there. But I'm like, for the rest of you motherfuckers, eh, I don't like the energy, man. Quit spoiling shit. Um, but no, great episode. This was a fucking wild one. Um... I think everybody uh, on the shy, at least this episode, did it well. This was a good one. I think the acting was yeah, good. It wasn't no bad acting. This wasn't bad at all. Salute to um to Papa, who we always give a hard time. He wasn't barely in it, but he was cool. Maybe we'll get a a, a Jada's boyfriend exciting. Because yeah. if not, like what what was yeah. all that shit about? Give me a purpose to Tomas if, if he don't, don't come back. If you don't bring that in, like no, we could have went and gave more information about what was actually happening, Keisha. Yeah, facts. Um, and I, I thought about that um the last couple of episodes. Like yo, there are a few things that didn't get the deep dive that they probably deserved because we explored some plots. That, like, for instance, just throwing it out there since we're talking about Jada, her getting fucked by the masseuse. It wasn't necessary long term. Also, the fact that her getting fucked by the masseuse came from Tiffany, who had his card ready and willing at the top of her purse. It wasn't necessary. And the fact that Tiffany, the only reason that Emmett fucked Dom is because Tiffany gave her, gave Emmett Dom's number. Yeah. Address to go. Yeah. Or gave Jada the number. That's how. No. He was. She oh, after he said, um, who cooked the food that my yeah. mama brought you? You're right. You're right. You're right. Put him, yeah. 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 She put him on yeah. the dime. Connect, yo, how do Tiffany. Well, how did Jada know about Dom? Because that's the other part that wasn't uh, mentioned. Jada, you went to Dom to get food after the wedding or whatever the fuck you had went to. And then brought some to Tiffany. And then Tiffany said, or Emmett said. I, mean, I guess she just to like, yo, it's the neighborhood house. Go such and such selling dinners. But like, it's like a little, fam, she made Emmett give her a, a dick preview to get in. So I imagine that you have to have a password to go in that mother. Something like a speakeasy type joint. The fact that you made me. Show my dick. Show my dick. Yeah. We should have known that y'all. Well, we did. We knew. Yeah, we, we knew, knew as the audience. But, but like, the fact she made him show his dick, fam, don't ever be mad that I'm getting engaged. I just want, like, don't become a hater because. But you a hoe. And, like, that was illegal. Like, my nigga, I got you arrested for sexual assault. You mystical, nigga. Relax. Help the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, let us know what y'all thought about the episode. Tap in with us. Y'all already know if you on Facebook, follow This Weekend Culture and then follow my personal page to join the thread every Monday at noon. It's going to be lit tomorrow and hopefully it's going to be lit next week, Monday after the finale. But in the meantime, follow us on This Weekend Culture on all socials. Hit us up with your Blackberry letters at thisweekendculturepod at gmail.com to anybody we might have offended this episode. Our apologies. We ain't mean nothing by it we was just wilding sometimes when me and jay start wilding we get in the zone and then the wild just grows and it becomes wilder this i i ain't never cried this much on episode and then we turn into fucking deontay wilder nigga like we just lost it at a certain point but we ain't mean nothing by nothing we said man hopefully we ain't offend you and hopefully for all the first time listeners y'all come back next week till then i'm your host ant wood that's your host jay johnson this week in culture episode 113 we out peace Thank you.